creepy linguini. <laughs> Are we on air? I just pressed record. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah. We can do this properly then. Yeah. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Let's start this one ominous. Uh, all creepy like, okay? Oh, okay. Are you ready, kids? Aye, aye, Cap. I we can't can- hear you. Okay, no. we <laughs> I ruined that. I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> let's start over. You can keep that bit in, cause okay. you know, because it was really cringy. <laughs> people like that, right? I think people like that. Okay, right, here we go. Let's here. start over. Okay. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> to the odd. I can't. God. <laughs> the Odd Drunk Podcast with hyper-realistic blood. Hyper-realistic <laughs> It's blood. oozing out of your earbuds. <laughs> but yeah, welcome back. Uh, this is going to be a, a fun, spoopy episode. We're going to be talking all about uh, disturbing ravioli, creepy yeah. linguine, uh, spooky spaghetti, <laughs> we- Creepy pastas. <laughs> yeah, we're we're talking about creepy pastas. We're gonna read some creepy pastas. And beyond, um, and it it's not literally about a eerie looking plate of pasta. No, although I'm sure <laughs> that story exists somewhere. <laughs> um, I mean, uh, I'd have to search for that. No, we're creepy pastas. Uh, we have fond memories of when we were edge edgy. Edge lords, <laughs> right? <laughs> Creepy pastas are often more stupid than they were intended to be. <laughs> yeah, they. I mean, they legitimately. They actually spooked me when I was young, back in 2011, pre Skyrim, pre Skyrim, that long ago, and after Skyrim. But then, slowly but surely, actually not even slowly, I quickly realized that they're pretty dumb. They're really dumb. Yeah, <laughs> um, and now looking back, and we we got some classics here for you. But looking back at some of these, it's like, what's the scary part? Just the bad grammar or the horrible, just narrative, and all the you know the stereotypical tropes. I did, I did find a pasta related creepy pasta. Okay, Sorry. maybe we'll do that one. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> anyone that and creepypasta, they're so dead now. Yeah, like they're still YouTubers doing them and stuff. The but last, the last uh, creepypasta related thing that I think was kind of bigger was the Momo. Yeah, thing. Momo was the last one. It was the end of an era. It was that same type of thing. A really yeah. bad Photoshop image. A really stupid story where oh, you go on WhatsApp and you summon Momo through the app and whatever. The fuck. I think I saw some. I think it was uh, actually like an art weird sculpture. This yeah, guy, it was Korean a, guy did. Yeah, it wasn't uh, photoshopped. It was a sculpture. Yeah, um, it was. Yeah, a weird so that one actually sculpture. was a sculpture, which yeah. does make it weirder. But um, <laughs> yeah, the image was creepy at first the first time you look at it, it was a creepy but image, it but did it, seem like it was just an extension of jeff the killer or something where it's a bad photoshop yeah it, at first glance it's creepy but then you quickly realize that's a really bad photoshop <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um i mean yeah i wouldn't want to see that when i wake up in bed um and yeah we're not saying that we're like super tough edgelords that don't get scared by anything 
But if you're a 20-something-year-old and you still think these are scary or good, then you might want to... You might want to go see your doctor. I don't know. Yeah, and you know, it's no. not that there are no <laughs> There are good ones. There I mean, are actually genuinely like well-written ones. Like I I'm do, like, "Oh, that guy could be an author." You I know? do appreciate but, the existence of creepypasta because it kind of it well, kind of represents a little bit of the modern version of campfire horror stories. Yeah. Um and now we have and we'll definitely talk about them again, but we Listen, go check out our SCP episode if you want more yeah. spooky stuff. But we have SCP now, which seems like a a lot of it's very similar to a creepypasta, but it's it's done. It has you know a big group of large group of people like overseeing it, and like yeah. um, it, some people consider reading it, and unless it's a joke one, but like it's, some people consider uh, SCP to be kind of an offshoot of creepypasta. It's something good. I think it's something good that came out. Yeah. Of it. So you know, I appreciate what it is. So we're <laughs> we're gonna read. We've got a list of stories here. We're gonna read them and see what we think. Uh, before we do that, you know what we should do? What should we do? We should roll that intro. Roll that intro. It's the Odd Drunk Podcast, a very strange podcast, the drunkest show in the world. It's Jackson and Colton talking out of their ass. We don't care as long as drinks are poured. Sometimes we have our friends here. We will talk about anything. Anything. We don't care as long as we have been. If you let that whiskey ring. You know what? That music, we were too lazy. We're not going to record spooky music just for one episode. Yeah, I could reuse the Halloween theme. You could. If if I fight. It it wouldn't age well, but you could reuse that. That's up to you. And I don't know if you did because we still don't have a soundboard. But that's still not creepy enough. No. (laughs) That's too. That's too spoopy. In fact, in fact, let me um get my timer. <laughs> oh, my glasses are all foggy. Yeah, because it's really hot in here. Isn't that delightful? I actually, for once, um, have to pull out my reading glasses while we're doing yeah. episode. I don't know if um, I have to do that. So. We kind of thought about, oh, should we analyze some of these and like really put effort? No. No. <laughs> but I think what we're doing is just as good or better. We're going to actually read them to you. And you got a little drinking game. Yeah. I Unofficial did, creepypasta I did, drinking game. I did game. find a drinking game. I'm not going to actually play it. Uh, we're just going to drink but, throughout uh, it. There, are some, it, there but, are some fun stuff in here that we'll, we'll br- I'll bring up a little yeah, bit yeah, yeah. bits and bits um, of this. So I just want to set the tone. This first one I have here. And yeah. What? What? Never mind. You'll know. You'll know. I'll <laughs> remind you. I'll remind you. Just to make sure that spooky music's so spooky. <laughs> but so yeah, I got one for you. This one's considered a troll pasta. But I think it's a good one to start out with. Set um, the mood a little bit. Yeah. To set the mood. And honestly, it kind of sets the bar. <laughs> There's 16 parts to Jeff the Killer, the story, apparently. Yeah, but it's not that long of a story. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, well, there's sequels. There's a lot of sequels. You get Jane the Killer. You get Lou the Killer. You get, like, 
Jeff's dad. I don't know. There's it's a, ridiculous. It's really dumb. You get Jeff the Killer versus Slenderman. Uh, and I mean, creepy pasta. So is can be cringy by itself, and then people go make fan fictions of creepy. Oh, I'll tell you a recent one. The most recent one that's. Do I think it's that good? No, but it's kind of a cool idea. It's the modern Slender Man kind of. Even though he's had plenty of games made out of him. There's the whole controversy. Those girls that tried to kill their friend because they thought Slender Man told them to. Yeah. Uh, Slender Man's not real. He's an internet meme. He's a spoopy meme, but he's still a meme. Um, I thought he was cool when he came. I played the game, the 2009 game on Unity. Yeah, I remember that. It... I went back and played it again not too long ago, and <laughs> I could definitely see why it scared me when I was that age. Yeah. But, I, like, now it's just... It's pretty bad. It's bad. I had, he, I had a friend when I was... And uh, it's not because, like, he doesn't have an animation or anything. It's just a bad game design. It's Yeah. I, I had a friend uh, when that came out that um, we went camping... And uh, he brought his laptop with him, and we played. Uh, we played Slender the original. Man. Yeah, we played Slender Man in the tent. Well, it does have a, and that was pretty creepy. Like playing the, it in the dark forest, like. No, it'll still creep me out because it has cheap jump scares and stuff. But I will say, yeah, Slender Man was definitely the biggest creepy pasta to come out of this era. Um, not as relevant anymore. I think they might be getting another game, but. Uh, Slender the Rival. We played that before. Yeah. That's actually a pretty good one. That, that one's spoopy. Much better um, than the original. Yeah, it's like a, it's almost triple A, but it still has that. It's still on Unity and stuff, so it still feels the same. But they add other monsters and stuff, and there's all kinds of Slenderman lore. I do recommend. Here's one last thing. There's one thing that came out of this era that related to it is Slenderman. It's essentially what kind of got the Slenderman lore going. Mm-hmm. Um, check out the Marble Hornets. The Marble Hornets. Some of their videos are only two minutes. Some of them are like forty-five. But it's this whole series of these guys basically documenting these Slenderman sightings. It's all staged, but it's actually well done. Oh yeah. It's basically like a YouTube found footage horror movie. Um, so yeah, check that out. That's a classic, actually. There, there are some uh, creepypasta-related things that, I guess, came out of the fandom that I think are decent. Uh, but most of them, they're not specific stories, but uh, there, there is part of the creepypasta fandom is creating uh, made-up cryptids. Yeah, like the rake. The rake is, is probably the most well-known one. Well, uh, yeah, I guess Slenderman's technically cryptid. Jeff yeah. the Killer, that's... Like they that's make a up story. Slasher, guy. yeah, that's a slasher story. Um, but but there, there's, <laughs> there's part of the creep, creepypasta fandom is not like making up stories, but making up a creature, and then all the stories are sightings. Of and then a lot of them. And those are, th- I think, some of the more well done. And then a lot of them. Are, oh, it's a haunted video game. That's yeah. <laughs> I have one of those. Uh, Been drowned. Uh, no. Uh, oh, what do you have? Uh, can't turn back. <laughs> oh, it's, I've heard about this. It's one. a pretty short one. Uh, uh, and then you have the lost episode ones, which some of those are really bad, but there's some good ones. I think we're not. I'm not reading it today because it's well, it's not super long, but the author has it copyrighted, where you can only read it on his webpage. And to respect mm. him, we'll put a link to it. Yeah. Um, Candle Cove. That oh, one's actually yeah. that I one's did hear about that. That one's cool and creepy because it's basically this 
fake forum where these people talk about this old show that they used to watch as kids back in the 70s and 80s. Now they're grown up. They're like, oh, it was actually really creepy. And they can't find anything about it. And like the show, mm-hmm. like it was pretty yeah. weird. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll post a link about that. So you can go read it yourself. Yeah, on his webpage, I just yeah. want to respect the author because he specifically took it off the creepypasta wiki, like requested that, you know. So, yeah. But, yeah, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> this one is then a skeleton popped out. <laughs> so okay. I, I hope the music's going. Okay. <laughs> let me, let me. Uh... By the way, what are you drinking? Oh, yeah, we failed to mention that. I found something really special. I've never had it before. I've never had this brewery before. Sorry if I'm talking fast. I'm just excited. Um, but it's from Belching Beaver. Uh, yeah, that's a good name. Uh, it is... So they've been around. They're pretty new. They've been around since 2012 from Oceanside, California. Yeah. Um, Deftones Phantom Bride India Pale Ale. It's got a really cool design. I just realized it's a beaver skull. Um, but I was like, oh, it's spoopy looking. And it's a six-pack of tall boys for the price of, like, a regular six-pack. So It's not bad at all. Yeah. And, yeah, it's actually pretty good. Um, oh, and it's a Deftones Belching Beaver collaboration. I've been to Oceanside. So that's cool. Um, and it's not bad at all. We'll definitely include it in the beer ranking in the future. Try to get more unique beers again for that. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty straightforward IPA, but it's not a bad one. Like, it. I'll have to try that in a bit. Uh, I'm drinking um, absinthe. But I mix it with Coke today. Here, drink something else. Treat yourself. <laughs> Absinthe is good. Yeah, if you don't care about your liver. but And you don't, so... <laughs> what are you talking about? But anyways, here we go. That's actually pretty smooth. It is smooth, yeah. It's hoppy, but smooth at the same time. Mm-hmm. Smooth hoppy. Yeah. So here's a... Here's a... Here's a creepy lasagna for you guys. <laughs> creepy lasagna. <laughs> or what, what would be a good... Uh, a revolting ravioli. There you go. <laughs> we'll That's something up. Gordon Ramsay would we'll, say. We will, we will have to come up with more pasta puns. More, yeah. Jesus. Look, yeah. Look forward to more pasta puns in the future, <laughs> in the near future. Um, so, okay. Warning: If you have a heart condition, do not read this. You will drop the floor. I'm reading it verbatim, by the way. So if I sound stupid, it's the writer's fault. <laughs> <laughs> flopping like a flish while clenching your heart seeing as you are having a heart attack also if you have a sensitive anus do not read this the brick you shat will be painful is that it <laughs> that's the warning oh okay <laughs> <laughs> and this is in all caps by the way so i'm gonna read as such yeah um also uh keep in, so keep in mind as we're reading these one of the just distinguishing cringy features of creepypasta is they often are poorly written. Yeah. With bad grammar. <laughs> well, it's not even just the bad grammar. It's bad just storytelling <laughs> a lot of the time. <laughs> but, um, yeah, definitely the bad grammar. So, yeah, we're not that dumb. <laughs> Here we go. 
A few years ago, a man was walking down a road because his car broke down and he saw a car coming up behind him, so he <laughs> stuck out his thumb to hitchhike and the car stopped ahead of him. He ran up to the passenger side and opened the door. When he opened the door, a skeleton popped out. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That's literally it. <laughs> the comments are great on this. Uh, thanks for the hard tag, asshole. I nearly died. <laughs> oh, that's a pretty. Whoa. Uh, that was spoopy. Sounded like the oven in the other room. <laughs> it was probably from this story, to be honest. <laughs> Suddenly. Oh, here, uh, oh shit, the story's really scary. I guess we'll not be able to sleep 10 out of 10. This is the most terrifying thing ever. My heart will... will Wait. My heart will is faster than Sonic itself after reading this. So, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a classic. It. I remember a lot of people... It's Because... Okay, the whole pasta thing comes from the term copy pasta. And that essentially comes from copy and paste. Yeah, yeah. Essentially. Um, so, like, this is one that a lot of people will write a shitty one on purpose, or maybe a good one, and then they'll just add that in the end. Like, be like, this is the ex- end credit scene, you know? <laughs> but, um, so there's my first story I present to you. I can do another one if that was well, too I, short I, for I your I got taste. a pretty short one here. Uh, <laughs> All right. That we can start with. This one is, I think they were trying to be serious. Uh, this. Mo- those are, okay, those are... Yeah. Always the best ones. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, so I've got a macabre macaroni for you here. <laughs> I'm going to go heavy on these pasta puns. <laughs> I'm going to have to remember all my pastas. <laughs> so this is, oh, I mentioned it a second ago. Can't turn back.exe. Would you say it's a awful Alfredo? You know, I might say it's an awful Alfredo, but I also might say it's a <laughs> Petrifying penny. <laughs> I've got a page full of pastas pulled up and a page I, of synonyms cheating. for creepy. Cheating. He's it's a cheater, everybody. Cheating. It's not cheating. It's being resourceful. At Colton on Instagram, the I don't know if you allow that information. So. At us. Oh, by the way, follow us on Instagram and at us. Yep. And you can send your message to Colton telling him he's a <laughs> he's a cheat. <laughs> yeah. So this is looking a, up at this can't pasta turn, synonyms. Can't turn back dot exe. I've read about this one. But I've never read it. I've only heard it's something to yeah, behold. It's, it's pretty short. A lot of these I just skimmed through. This one I actually read all the way because it's I was looking for a good free game. I found a weird Russian website with a simple black background. I had to translate the Russian, which said something like this. Free game. Very fun. <laughs> I wouldn't normally download from such a weird apps, wet, weird and shady site, but I really wanted to play a game. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let me stop. Just stop you right there. <laughs> yeah. Does this guy not realize mini clip and cool math games exist? Yeah. Plenty and, of free games. And this is one of the first problems with this story is he's just so <laughs> he needs to play a video game, any video game, any, so badly yeah. that he's willing to just the first site that comes up 
that he finds. Going to like a dark web Russian right, website. He, it says game. All right. Well, that's definitely it. not the first site he came up with. Maybe it was. I don't know. But Unless he is Russian. His motivation is just he really wants to play a game. <laughs> it took about eight minutes to download. And and when it opened... <laughs> and when it did, it opened WinRAR. And there were all there was a That's file. not a good sign. <laughs> yeah. And there was a file that said can't turn back.exe. A little odd, but if it's a horror game, I don't care. I love that stuff. It started up without even asking to install. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to close it and scan for a virus, I said. Oh, that's actually a smart. That's smart. Yeah. I was at the menu and it was just a black it was just black with some blood splatters. It was Russian, so I clicked play. I know we're not doing the drinking game thing, but he already mentioned blood splatters in one of the video game ones. Yeah. He hasn't said hyperrealistic yet. It was in Russian, so I just clicked the middle button and tried to change the language. He said he was going to close it. I guess he couldn't close it, but then he... Wait, he said he was going to close on Scamper Viruses, and now that's going to happen. And then he clicked the middle button on the menu. Oh. Uh, (laughs) Okay. It worked, and the three menu options were play, options, and exit. So he actually did manage to change So he's actually good enough to, like, code (laughs) to change the language. Yeah, he managed to change the language. But he's not good enough to just not play this and scan for viruses? Yeah. Okay. I closed it and scanned it. No viruses. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) So I opened it back up, and I noticed the menu changed, and I got just a little scared. (laughs) Just a little scared, okay? (laughs) I'm a big boy. I only get a little scared. I saw some kind of odd, pale, twitching thing. Humanoid in shape, but that was the only thing that was even close Mm. to human. Instead of exit, it said, get out alive. I started playing, and it was a crappy FPS with Doom-esque graphics. Hey, that sounds awesome. Don't say that's yeah, crappy. Doom is not a crappy FPS. Yeah. It's a great FPS. <laughs> it's like one of the originals. You shit. I played for about 10 minutes before start, stuff started getting weird. There were piles of bodies everywhere. I couldn't avoid them. They, they were literally everywhere. It started moving shakily and twitching towards me in the game. I couldn't move. I pressed escape and I exited the game, or at least tried to. A message box popped up and it said, could not exit. You can't turn back. Okay, but you can always walk away from your computer. Yeah. Well, he's, (laughs) he's not completely stupid in this. Okay. I started to get scared, so I unplugged my computer and restarted it. But then the game... My background was changed to some binary. And then he has, like, literally, like, half a page of binary text in here. <laughs> I'm not going to read that. That's like getting the word count. For yeah. Maybe this was a creative writing thing. Zero one zero one zero one 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 zero one zero. I feel like a... And it just goes on. Zero, 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 zero. I went to a translator, and my heart stopped at the results. We are nowhere. Standing outside near the church charred power line beside ourselves in the pine it's over for you derek come become <laughs> one of us okay how did stop. it know my name his name's derek his name's I derek just wanna... i heard something outside the power went out the last thing i remember was a tall pale thing standing over me and that the end
Okay. Um, <laughs> there's basically zero buildup. He barely describes the game. He just says it's like a doom. It's just game. like a creepy game, and then suddenly he dies. And a tall, pale thing, which he doesn't describe at all. So how can I be scared of that? Yeah. It also, <laughs> it also, I mean, so it has the binary, and then it says, I went to a translator, and my heart stopped at the results. It says he went to a translator. Wait, he went to one? He went to it. He doesn't have Google Translate. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I went to a trans. Maybe the person who wrote this meant like he went to a translator website. But, but he's he, grammar-wise, that comes off as it's vague he enough. went to a, a translator. translator. He tracked down someone who can translate binary. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, and this is one of the also one of the pro- tropes of creepypasta is the uh, suddenly they die. Yeah, <laughs> they just die. <laughs> All right, I got a frightening for folly. I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> I looked up pastas. You got um, a blood curdling bigoli. I've got a. Ri- uh, uh, I got a horrible uh, uh, rigatoni. I don't know. I don't. Revolting Nardi use that one. Whatever. I have a terrifying tortellini. There you go. There we go. That's good. <laughs> okay, so. Continuing with the video game theme, this one's a classic. This one's an absolute classic. Not because it's good. Although, there is people that defend this one. The Sonic stands, mostly. Um, Sonic.exe. Um, they actually made a game of it, which I do want to try. Like, a game that replicates what the guy described. <laughs> um, here's the screenshot. And I'll definitely post all these images here. Oh, I've seen that screenshot. Yeah. Sonic, Bloody Eyes, Sega 666. You know, this is the first big haunted video game one. And this one presents itself as like a legitimate one, not a troll. Yeah. Well, that, some of the not saying that makes it good, but some of the better creepy posters are the ones that try to present themselves as being someone posting about this thing that happened. Yeah, but like they died, but like they posted it. Yeah, <laughs> that that is the so the can't the one I just read. It's on Reddit, and there's a bunch. Oh of yeah, com- and he died at the end. There's a com- bunch of comments on it and uh, this one person was like uh, it had a believable intro but a silly ending why in the world do people write stories where the endings are pretty much and then I died how the hell do you manage to tell the story then maybe he was writing it down as he died it's like the Monty Python the beware of the black beast of ah yeah that's what it yeah carved into the wall that's what it is here lie the final words of so and so and they're like, how? If he, these were his final words, how did he take the time to to carve them into a stone wall as right. he was dying? <laughs> <laughs> so Sonic.exe, this is classic. Now buckle up your seatbelts. This is a fairly. It's not a super long one, but it's a decently sized one. Um, so you know, <laughs> here we go. And by the way, this one's bad grammar throughout. Um, do not make fun of me. Make fun of the guy that wrote this. Um, well, don't actually bully him. I'm not going to, you know, tell people to bully a person on the internet. Leave him alone. 
He wrote a shitty creepypasta when he was like eight. <laughs> he had to be like 12 or something. I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe it was like for a creative writing class. You know, I feel uh, like... A lot it, of these have that energy. If any of these really were for like a creative writing class, it's a lot more forgivable. Yeah. Especially like a middle school one or elementary. Yeah. Um, but he, here we go. Sonic.exe creepypasta story. I'm a total Sonic. This is how it starts. <laughs> I'm a total. I'm a total Sonic. Okay, let me let me get in there. I'm a total Sonic the Hedgehog fan, much like everyone else. Not everyone's. <laughs> I mean, the new Sonic movie, that first animation, the first model, that was creepy. That was pretty. That's a creepy Sonic. I would not want to see under my bed. Pretty bad. Um, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna want to see any Sonic under my bed, <laughs> but especially that one with like the human teeth. Anyways, I like the newer games, but I don't mind playing the classics. Also, the newer games are bad. I've not played any of the newer games. Most of them are really bad, especially Sonic 06. That one's historically bad. Oh, I've, yeah. I've, so I've, this guy, I've heard of the legend. In of the Sonic second, 06. in the second sentence of the story, this guy is already he has no credibility because he likes the newer Sonic games over the older ones. And that, yeah, that's about it. Um, and he assumes everyone likes Sonic. Uh, <laughs> okay. I don't think I've ever played glitchy or hacked games before. We've all played gl glitchy games. Every game is glitchy to some extent. Anyway. <laughs> I'm just going to read it. I'm, I'm going to try to not... <laughs> there's, I'm going to comment on every sentence with this one. Um, okay, I'll restart. I don't think I've ever played glitchy or hack games before, though I don't think I want to play any after the experience I had. So this assumes he survived at the beginning. <laughs> okay. It started on a nice summer afternoon. I was playing Sonic Unleashed. I liked how you get to explore the towns in it. Until I noticed. <laughs> I did play that game, Sonic Unleashed. It wasn't bad. It's like werewolf <laughs> Sonic, but I love Kate. I love how he adds that, and there's that little comment that he like that you got to explore the towns. Like I like this part of the game. Yeah. Here's a quick, <laughs> here's a quick game review of it. I, I guess that's like realism. I don't know. Anyways, he liked to explore the towns in it until I noticed, out of my peripheral vision, that the mailman had arrived and put something in my mailbox as usual and left. I paused my. He game. just noticed out of his peripheral vision. He didn't. Vision. He didn't like. Well, he was them. playing the game. He didn't like, like hear the doorbell ring, or yeah. maybe it's just a really stealthy mailman. <laughs> he sneaks <laughs> up, puts it in the mailbox. I had a mailman like that actually, because he was scared of my neighbor's dog. <laughs> but, <laughs> anyways, I paused my game to go see what I got in the mail. The only thing in the mailbox was the CD case for computers and the note. I took it inside. I looked at the note first and realized it was from my dear friend Kyle. <laughs> Kyle. Let's just call him that. Oh, Kyle. That's, his, that's not his real name, though. Whom I hadn't heard from in two weeks. I know that because I recognize his handwriting. Though, what was weird is how it looked. It looked badly written and scratchy and somewhat difficult to read, as if Kyle was having a hard time writing it down and did it in a hurry. Uh, talk about <laughs> a run-on sentence. <laughs> this is what he wrote. Tom. I can't take it anymore. I had to get rid of this thing somehow before it was too late. And I was hoping you would do it for me. I can't do it. He's after me. If you don't destroy the CD, he'll come after you too. He's too fast for me. 
He's too fast. Gotta go fast. <laughs> Please, Tom, destroy this godforsaken disc before he comes after you, too. It's too late for me. Destroy the disc and you'll destroy him. But do it quick, otherwise he'll catch you. Don't even play the game. It's what he wants. Just destroy it. Please, Kyle. Well, that was certainly weird. <laughs> <laughs> even though Kyle is my best friend and I haven't seen him in two weeks, I didn't do what he asked me. I didn't think that a simple gaming disc would do anything bad to him. If After you, all, if you went missing, would you still play it? You would still play it. If you, Come on. if you sent me a gaming disc and says that said don't play, I'd be like, well, now I have to know. <laughs> yeah. What is this? After all, it's just a game, right? Boy, was I wrong about that. <laughs> also, before we get deep into this, was this guy actually like trying to write a funny one and just like made it convincing enough that it was real? Yeah, I mean, there there are some people that I think uh, that I think. If so, this guy is actually a comedic genius. <laughs> there are some people that... Uh, but I, I think it is incidental that it's funny. Yeah, I think there are some <laughs> people that claim that they were joking, but they were really just jumping on like they wrote something seriously. Everyone thought it was funny. And or stupid. And then they're they're just like kind of covering oh, yeah, it was, yeah, like, it was, it was a, joke. a joke. Yeah, yeah I'm glad you guys liked it. <laughs> All right, let's continue. Anyway, I looked at the disc, and it looks like an ordinary computer CDR disc, except it had black marker on it written Sonic.exe, and it was much unlike Kyle's handwriting, meaning that he must have gotten it from someone else, like a pawn shop or eBay. <laughs> when I saw Sonic on the writing of the CD, I was actually excited and wanted to play it, since I'm a big Sonic fan. Okay. That's like, <laughs> if I got a disc in the mail that had a handwritten writing on it that says Elder Scrolls. Dot .exe. Dot .exe. You would I would play. not pop that into my computer. Yeah, you would. No, I wouldn't. You'd be I, like, what if it's Elder Scrolls 6? No, I know better than the put what if it's sketchy like a, disc What if it's like a computer? beta version of Skyrim? I know you would. No, I would not. I know better than You put, say that. I know but better anything, to put sketchy discs in anything my, in Elder my Scrolls. Anyways, I went up to my room and turned on my computer and put the disc in and installed the game right on set. Um, when the title screen popped up, I noticed that it was the first Sonic game. I was like, awesome, because like I said earlier, I like the classics. First thing I noticed <laughs> that was out. Okay, okay, this is a hard sentence to read. The first thing that I noticed that was out of place was when I pressed start. There was a split second when I saw the title image turned into something much different, something that I now consider horrifying before cutting the black. And it's that image I showed you earlier. Is that one sentence? <laughs> That's one sentence. Ah, oh, Jesus. <laughs> that has, let me count, one, two, three commas without any ands or conjunctions. <laughs> I could write that sentence better. Yeah, I would hope so. <laughs> okay. I don't, don't take how I actually my grammar when I'm talking to the microphone as proof of my writing skills. By yeah, the way, yeah, we're drinking. This is <laughs> I no, no one talks as good as they me, write. Me write sentence better. Me write good <laughs> sentence. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, I remember what the image looked like in that split second before the game cut to black. The sky had darkened. The title emblem was rusted and ruined. The Sega 1991 was now Sega 666. The water turned red, like blood, except it looked 
Drum roll, please. Hyper realistic. <laughs> Drink to that. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is, everybody. <laughs> not pixelated blood. Hyper realistic. Not 3D. Not like a video of it. No. Hyper realistic. It's bleeding from his screen. <laughs> That's going to be a, com a common theme. Um, but the freakiest thing that was in that split second frame was Sonic. His eyes were pitch black and bleeding with two glowing red dot dots staring right at me. He always <laughs> stares right at you. Um, and his smile had stretched up wider to the edge of his face. I was rather disturbed about the image when I saw it. Though I figured that was just a glitch. <laughs> and forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, typical glitch. Typical. I hate, don't you hate the glitch where your game goes all satanic with hyper-realistic blood? Yeah. It's a I common... Hate, I hate it's, that that's, Yeah. Yeah, I remember when I booted up Skyrim, that was the first thing I saw, and I was like, oh, Bethesda, you rascal. <laughs> but anyways, uh, after it cuts to black, it stayed like that for 10 seconds or so, and then another weird thing happened. The save file select from the Sonic Hedgehog 3 popped up, and I was like, WTF? What's this doing in the first Sonic ah! game? He's such a nerd that he knows the difference between the save files. I just want to say that. Anyway. And, and was, did, it, did it actually say, and I was like, WTF? Yes. I'm, that is, yes. Okay. <laughs> if I was a teacher and this was a creative writing assignment for a middle schooler, <laughs> I would definitely dock them points for that sentence. <laughs> yeah. I would just circle and be like, WTF, dude. I just love <laughs> that he knows the difference between the save file, like UI. Um, yeah. So anyway, I noticed something off. The background was the dark cloudy sky of the bad Stardust Speedway, Speedway level from Sonic CD. And there were only three save files. The music was that creepy Caverns of Winter music from Earthbound. By the way, Earthbound is a creepy game. It's a good game. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. really good, but really freaking weird. Yeah. Like the final boss you fight is like a weird embryo demon. Yeah. It yeah. Gets, it gets Lovecraftian. Yeah, that's a it's, really weird but good game. But yeah, I, I recommend highly it. recommend it. It's a fantastic game. In fact, game. episode about it. I don't know. It's good. Um, I, would, I would definitely replay that. It's been a long also, time. Also, real quick, there's one good, like really good video game creepypasta like seriously oh really it's like an eight hour like multi-part thing though oh yeah but if you ever have free time <laughs> and you want to just listen to something before you go to sleep or whatever or youtube video there's a guy that did like shortened summaries of it with like the gameplay but godzilla nes creepypasta that one's actually really good i'm serious mm. it's cool but anyways this one isn't um the, okay, the Earthbound music. Oh, okay, only it was extended and seemed to have been in reverse. Reverse music is creepy. And the image for the save file where you save a preview of the level you're on is just red static for all three files. What freaked me out more was the character select. It showed only Tails, Knuckles, and to my surprise, Dr. Robotnik. Now I was sure that something was up. I mean, how can you play as Robotnik in a classic Sonic game for crying out loud? Oh, <laughs> now you think something's up. 
Is it a hyper-realistic Jim Carrey? <laughs> That'd be pretty good. Jim Carrey is my favorite creep pasta. Yeah, my f- yeah, <laughs> character actor Jim Carrey. Um, that's when I realized that this wasn't a glitchy game. It was a hacked game. Oh, he finally realized that. <laughs> yeah, it definitely looked hacked. It was really creepy. But as a smart gamer, gamers unite. <laughs> Fist bump. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't scared, or at least I tried not to be. I told myself that it was just a hacked game and there's nothing wrong with that. Anyways, shaking off the creeped out feeling, I picked file one and chose Tails. And when I selected and got started, that's the sentence. <laughs> wait, 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 okay, can you repeat that? I didn't process that. It seems like the sentence goes into the next one, but it's a period. Okay. Anyways, shaking off the creeped out feeling, I picked file one and chose Tails and when I selected and got started. That's it. (laughs) Okay. The game froze for about five seconds, and I heard a creepy pixelated laugh that sounded an awful lot like the Kefta guy from Final Fantasy before cutting to black. I will say, I do appreciate all his video game references. Like, he does know his games. He is a true gamer. Yeah. He's a gamer lord. This guy knows his games, but I also feel like he's throwing in obscure references to prove to people. I'm a gamer. That he's a gamer. Yeah. Um... (laughs) The screen stayed black for about 10 seconds or more. Then it showed the typical level title thing, except the simplistic shapes were different shades of red and text showed only Hill, Act 1. The screen faded in and the level title vanished, revealing Tails and the Green Hill Zone from Sonic 1. The music was different though. It sounded like a peaceful melody in reverse. Anyway, I started playing and I had Tails start running like you would in any of the classic Sonic games. What was odd was that as Tails was running along the level, there was nothing but flat ground and a few trees for five minutes. That was when the peaceful music started lower down to a deep, into slow, deep tones very slowly as I kept going. That was an entire sentence. Oh, God. <laughs> this is probably one of the worst ones for grammar. Yeah, the grammar in this is awful. Makes it really hard to read, too. Um, okay, continued. I suddenly saw something, and I stopped to see what it was. It was one of the small animals lying dead on the ground, bleeding. Parentheses, that was when the music started to slow down, parentheses. Tails had a shocked and sudden look on his face that I never saw him have before, so I had him move along, and he kept a worried look on his face. As he kept moving, I saw more dead animals as Tails moved past him, looking more and more worried as the music lowers and he moves past more dead animals. <laughs> I was shocked. <laughs> this is all one sentence. <laughs> this is, I mean. Okay, I got to restart this. I don't care how good the story is. This is literally all bad one. Grammar Dude, and bad writing ruin everything. This is the it. longest fucking sentence I've ever seen in my life. Okay. When I stop is when the sentence stops. Okay. As he kept moving, I saw more dead animals as Tells moved past him, looking more and more worried. As the music lowers and he moves past more dead anim- animals, I was shocked to see how they all died. They looked like somebody killed them in rather gruesome ways. A squirrel was hanged on the tree, and what appeared to be his entrails hanging out. A bunny had all four of his limbs torn off, and a duck had his eyes gouged out and his throat slit. That's a paragraph. That was this. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> a paragraph. That should be. At least three sentences. <laughs> oh, I hope you guys are enjoying this. Um, I felt sick to my stomach when I saw this massacre, and apparently so did Tails. 
After a few more seconds, there were no more animals and the music seemed to have stopped. I still kept tells to continue. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. I'll call you later, you nerd. Okay, Anyways. guess what I was drinking on 4th of July. We, for the, us viewers at home. I was on, there. On 4th of July, we were drinking Coors, Coors Banquet. Banquet. We were, yes. Yeah. Oh, that's classic American, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Whew. Also, I talked to my dad on the phone recently, and he's kind of a beer snob. So I expected him to scoff at the idea of Coors Banquet, and I mentioned it, and you know his response was? <laughs> What was that? He's like, Coors Banquet is pretty good. <laughs> no, it's actually like, honestly, in all honesty. He's like, as far as American-style lagers go, Coors Banquet's one of the better ones. Yeah, and like big brands. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought everyone should know that my dad also he approves of Coors Banquet. It's just Banquet. a dad beer. It's it just a dad is. beer. You can't be a dad and dislike Coors Banquet. Yeah. <laughs> Don't add us, dads. <laughs> add us. I dare you. I want dads to add us. <laughs> after a minute passed after the music wait oh, oh god okay. after a minute passed after the music stopped Tails was running up a hill and then he stopped it wasn't until I saw why Sonic was there on the other side of the screen with his back against Tails with his eyes closed Tails looked happy to see Sonic but then his smile faltered Obviously noticing that Sonic wasn't responding to him, if not acting if he was totally oblivious of Tails' presence. Tails walked away. Tails walked slowly towards Sonic, and I noticed that I wasn't even moving my keyboard to make him move, so this had to be have been a cut scene. <laughs> you have to move your entire keyboard to make him move? I like how throughout this entire story, he keeps saying, like, talking about how something's wrong with this. I'm noticing things are weird about this and something's off. And then goes back to the, oh, it just must be a cut cutscene or something like that. Yeah. It's like, this side dude, is this weird or is it just like a demo <laughs> version of the game? Like, <laughs> Suddenly, I began to have a growing feel of dread as Tails walked closer to Sonic to get his attention. I felt that Tails was in danger and something bad was going to happen. I heard faint static growing louder as Tails was but inches away from Sonic and stopped and stuck his hand out to touch him. That foreboding feeling in my gut was growing stronger and I felt the urge to tell Tails to get away from Sonic as the static grew louder. Suddenly, in a split second, I saw Sonic's eyes open, and they were black with those red glowing dots, just like the title image. Thought there wasn't a smile. I repeat, suddenly, in a split second, I saw Sonic's eyes open, and they were black with those red glowing dots, just like the title image. Thought there wasn't a smile. I was trying to say though, but it's thought. <laughs> oh, okay, I see. It's when, a, a typo. <laughs> when that when that happened, the screen turned black and the static sound was off. I, it stayed black for about seven seconds. I love how he gets all the seconds right. He's like timing this. And then white text appeared forming a message saying, Hello, do you want to play with me? At this point, I was creeped out. I didn't want to continue the game, but my curiosity got better in me when I was taken from different levels to the level title, now saying hide and seek. This time, I was in the Angel Island level from Sonic 3, and it looked like everything was on fire. It only looked like that, though. 
could not prove. <laughs> Tails looked as though he was scared out of his wits this time. He actually looked at me and made frantic gestures to me as if he wanted to get out of the area and he was in a fast... Oh, God. And he... And he was in as fast as possible. I was starting to get freaked out by this. I mean, Tails was actually breaking the fourth wall, trying to tell me to get him out of there. So I pressed down the arrow key as hard as I could. (laughs) And made him run fast as he could. A pixelated version of that creepy theme when you meet Shadow at the Ark as Robotnik from... SA2 was playing as I made Tails trek through the desolate forest trying to help him escape from whatever he was trying to run from. That whole paragraph was like a sentence. Oh my god. Suddenly. It's making this very hard. <laughs> the grammar. It's Just keep drinking. It's okay. Yeah. Just keep drinking. Suddenly, I heard that creepy laugh again. That awful, awful Kefka laugh. Right after 10 seconds, he passed as I helped Tails run through the forest, and then I started seeing flashes of Sonic popping everywhere on the screen, again with those black and red eyes. He's fast, boy. He is fast, boy. Oh, shit, boys. I I is fast, boy. (laughs) The music changed to that suspenseful, suspenseful drowning jingle as I see Sonic behind Tails slowly gaining up on him, flying... Sonic wasn't running. He was actually flying. (laughs) That's the text. The flying pose his sprite was making looked very familiar to Metal Sonic's flying pose in Sonic CD. Except it was just Sonic and he had the black and red eyes again only. I love how he keeps, like, adding all these facts he knows about Sonic into it. Yeah, we get it. You like Sonic, dude. (laughs) (laughs) He's like that one kid that ranted about Sonic on YouTube. You know who I'm talking about. He's, like, screaming about Sonic. He's like, why you guys, like, being mean to Sonic? And he's, like, screaming about it. I'm not recalling it, but I probably... This might be that kid. Yeah. Um, This time, he had the most deranged... This This is the type... The guy who wrote this is the type of guy where... We all knew that person in that would like correct you on everything. Middle school or high school, who would get really, really, legitimately angry when someone called anime a cartoon. Yes, this is that guy. Yeah, (laughs) we all knew one of those kids. (laughs) This is him. This this time he had the most deranged-looking grin on his face. He looked as though he was enjoying the torment he was giving the poor little fox as he gamed up on him. Suddenly, when tails tripped. Another cutscene. The music stopped and Sonic vanished. Tails lay there and started crying for 15 seconds. The scene was rather upsetting to watch and I kind of teared up myself. (laughs) But then Sonic appeared right in front of Tails and Tails looked up in horror. Blood started to come down those blackened eyes as Sonic as a grin slowly grew from his face. As he looked down at the horrified fox, I could do nothing but watch. You could always turn off the computer or close the game. Or yeah. Off or yeah. They've not. He's not established that he can't turn off the game. Yeah, he hasn't tried to. Yeah. <laughs> um, At least the the one I read established that he did try to turn off the game. Yeah. <laughs> Just in a split second, Sonic lunged at Tails right before the screen went black. There was a loud screeching noise that only lasted five seconds. The text returned only this time. It said, "You're too slow. Want to try again?" And then that god awful laugh came with it. I was so shocked by what happened. Did Sonic murder Tails? 
No, he couldn't have. He and Tails are supposed to be best friends, right? Why did Sonic do that to him? <laughs> I shook the shock off as I brought back to the character select. The save file that had Tails was different. Tails was no longer in the box itself, but in the TV screen itself. <laughs> which was flickering with that red static. Tails' expression scared me. His eyes were black and bleeding. His orange fur had gone black and he had expression of anguish on his face. Trying to ignore it, I picked Knuckles next. <laughs> Keeps playing. Still playing. Um, I would totally be not... I would totally be out of this. Um, yeah. I mean, even if I was like rational enough to be like, yeah, it's just I mean, if I was if I was playing a freaky Sonic game, that's one thing, but... You know, they, they've done several things in this that seem to break the fourth wall, like the game breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. <laughs> that would weird me out. The laugh came again, and the screen cut to black again and stayed there for another 10 seconds. This time, the level said, you can't run. I was really freaked out by now. I couldn't really tell if this was a glitch or a hack or some kind of sick, twisted joke or anything, really. He couldn't tell if it was anything. <laughs> <laughs> but despite my fear of what happened next, I kept playing because I'm a gamer. That's not the actual text. I added that for yeah. ad-libbed. Um, the next level looked much different. It had the ground of the scrape brain zone, but the sky background looked like the main menu. It had the dark reddish cloud sky. <laughs> but it was the music that creeped me out the most. It sounded like Gygus's theme right after you beat Pokey and Earthbound, which is a creepy theme, I will note. I also noticed that Knuckles looked afraid just like Tails did, though not as much. More rather, he looked a little unnerved because, you know, he's Knuckles. Um, yeah. He broke the fourth wall just like Tails. Knuckles is a badass. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and looked as if he wasn't sure what was going on, and I made him move anyway. He ran down the straight pathway in this dark level. As he did, the screen started to flicker red static a couple times, and then that matting laugh came again. <laughs> then after a few seconds of running, I noticed several blood stains on the metallic ground. I felt a growing sense of fear again, thinking something horrible is going to happen to Knuckles. He looked nauseated walking down this blood-stained road, but I still kept him going. Suddenly, as Knuckles ran, Sonic appeared right in front of him with its black and red eyes, and then Red Static appeared again, when the Red Static vanished, showing nothing but black screen with the text saying, Found you! I was now scared. Sonic found Knuckles already? What is going on? He's a fast boy. He is a fast boy. Oh, shit. Anyway, Red Static came again, and then I was back to the level. Knuckles looked like he was panicking, and Sonic was nowhere to be found, and this time... That high-pitched squealing from Silent Hill's one Silent Hill One's boss was playing. Was this some kind of boss battle with Sonic? I hope to God it wasn't. Honestly. <laughs> this 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 really just jumps back and forth to him trying to write it as a legitimate story, and him just like like a forum post type of dialogue. Yeah, because these are... Yeah, I got all the shit to it. Like, all these facts. Um, 
Suddenly, Sonic appeared right behind Knuckles in what appeared to be pixelated black smoke. I made Knuckles turn and then punch Sonic, but Sonic vanished in black pixelated smoke before I could even land a hit. A terrible laugh went off again. Then Sonic appeared behind Knuckles again, and then I made him punch again, and then Sonic again laughing. Was that one sentence? Yeah. Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Knuckle was panicking even more. And even I felt I was going crazy. Sonic was practically playing with us. He was playing a sick, twisted little mind game with me and Knuckles. Another cutscene played as Knuckled fell to his knees and clutched his head sobbing. I felt his agony. Sonic was actually driving us both crazy. And then in a split second, Sonic lunged at Knuckles and the screen went black with another distorted screeching noise that lasted for at least three seconds. Another text message appeared. So many souls to play with. So little time. Would you agree? (laughs) What the hell? Just what is going on? I started to think Sonic was actually trying to talk to me through the game, but I was too scared to think that. (laughs) It's like, dude, just write, just admit that you wanted to write a Sonic fan fiction. Yeah. That's That's what all you have to do. That's what this is. It's a Sonic fan fiction, but he didn't want to admit that he writes fan fictions. Yeah. So he wrote a creepypasta. Yeah. Because <laughs> creepypastas, everyone knows, are so much edgier than yeah. fan fictions. I was brought back to the main menu, and this time the second file box had Knuckles in the TV screen. His red fur had darkened to a reddish gray. His dreadlocks were dripping with blood, and his eyes were black and bleeding too, and he had a look of sadness on his face. I began to think that those were actual characters trapped in TV screens on the save files, but I couldn't believe it. I didn't want to believe it. So I shut off the game and took a break. I took a nap, which I hadn't, because then I began to have the most disturbing nightmare. I was in a pitch black darkness, though I was under the light given off by a lamp hung high above my head. I could hear the cries of Knuckles and Tails nearby. They were saying stuff like, help us, and why did you give us to him, and run away before he gets you too. Their cries died out as I started, as I then heard Sonic laugh. His laugh, it sounded a lot like that distorted Gefka laugh. You're a lot of fun to play with, kid, just like your friend Kyle. (laughs) Though he didn't last long. I was scared and looking around for the source of the voice. Won't be long now till you join him and all my other friends. I saw him walking toward me, flickering in and out in several directions. You can't run, kid. You're in my world now. <laughs> Just like the others. I feel like this kind of is a joke. Yeah. It, but at the same time, it feels like a guy that just, like you said, wanted to write a Sonic fan fiction, but didn't yeah. want to be made fun of. <laughs> yeah, because fan fiction, everyone knows that fan fictions are lame and creepypastas are edgy. Yeah. At least in 2010 eras. Yeah. Um, when he grabbed me and I saw his bleeding black and red eyed grinning face, I woke up with a fright. After a couple hours, I decided to continue playing the game. I don't know why, but I, I had to know. I had to figure out why is this happening. So I turned on the computer, turned on the game, and selected Robotnik next. I still thought this was wacky playing as Robotnik. But anyway, the level title appeared again. And this time it said dot dot dot, which I found really freaky. <laughs> this time I was in some kind of hallway, didn't it? Didn't really look like it was from any of the classic Sonic games, though it was pixelated style. The floor was shiny and checkered, the walls were a dark grayish purple with animated candlelights and a few dark blood stains here and there. And there was a dark red curtain hanging above the top part of the screen. Every 12 seconds, so the red curtain sways very slowly, but whenever you're playing the game, you can barely see it move. 
The music was oddly pleasant, a piano playing a rather sad, sad yet peaceful song, but I knew better. This was the song to play it in Hill Act 1, only it was in reverse. What a nerd. <laughs> Dude, we get it. You like Sonic. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to prove it to us. <laughs> Robotnik didn't look entirely nervous like Tails and Knuckles did, but he did have a suspicious look on his face as he was just a bit paranoid. He did a little... Suspicious and paranoid are two different things. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> a suspicious look is not... It's like you're up to something. Yeah. Doesn't mean you're paranoid. <laughs> but he did a little animation when I left him standing. His He turns his head to the left and then to the right, and at least twice, and then shrugs at me, as he has no idea where he was or what is going on. Even though I was scared out of my mind about what was going to happen, I had Robotnik continue onward. He did a usual running animation, you know, when you've beaten him at the end of the classic Sonic game and you chase him, as we continue going through the hallway. Then I stop at a long flight of stairs leading downward, and now I was nervous. Even Robotnik seemed unsure of himself, though I pr press onward. Pause real quick. Uh, spilled my beer on my keyboard, which freaked me out. But I have a <laughs> keyboard cover. I always think ahead. Smart planning, Jack. That was so spooky, though, when I spilled it. <laughs> yeah, we should write a creepy pause about spilling beers on laptops. <laughs> yeah. Um, where was I? We'll just start here. Then I stop at the long flight of stairs leading downward. Now I was nervous. Even Robotnik seemed unsure of himself, though I press onward. As I led Robotnik down the stairs, I noticed that the walls have gotten darker and more reddish. The red torches are now an eerie blue. A very eerie blue. <laughs> <laughs> then we landed onto another hallway. This one was longer than the last one, or at least it felt like it. And then we headed down another flight of stairs down. That's what it says, by the way. This was <laughs> much longer. took at least one full minute. And then I heard that horrid Kefka laugh again, and then the music slowly faded until it was quiet. As I, as it did, the walls turned more dark red, and the torches were a black flame now. When Robotnik landed in the third hallway, I noticed he now looked really creeped out, though he tried to hide it. I couldn't blame him. I was scared, too. Suddenly, Sonic popped right in front of Robotnik, the same way he did Knuckles and then Red Static. The Red Static lasted for about 15 seconds, and then it showed me a most unpleasant image. And no, I'm not drunk. I'm reading it exactly as it, it's written. Yeah, there's a... It might sound like Jackson is cutting in here and there to add stuff, like reactions and stuff. He's not. Well, I am some, <laughs> well, but... Like, there's, I'll let you know if I Yeah, there there's uh it's written like that. <laughs> the image showed a drink. A hyper realistic of Sonic standing in the darkness where you can only see his face while his head and torso faded into black. And when I say hyper realistic, I mean like he looks so real you could actually see the lines in his blue fur as if you could actually feel the fur if you touch the screen. <laughs> When I think of hyper-realistic Sonic, I think of the first Sonic trailer, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> His face. Oh, God. He had the most horrifying smile I've ever seen. He just saw the Sonic trailer. That's all he saw. Yeah. 
And that's saying something considering I saw the image at the start of the game. His eyes were, are wide and black and once again crying blood, which also looked hyper-realistic. Drink. Hyper-realistic blood. And there were two small glowing red dots in those black eyes staring right at me as if staring into my mind. His grin was wide and demonic and literally stretched to the sides of his face like a Cheshire cat, except Sonic had fangs, very sharp fangs, much like the werehog Steve, except more vicious looking, somewhat yellowish. And from the look of it, it had stains of blood and small bits of flesh on his lips and fangs as if he ate some animal. That's a long sentence. <laughs> I stared at that gruesome image for a good 30 seconds. He just stared at it for 30 seconds. He chose to do that. Anyways, never taking my eyes off of it. I felt as if he was actually looking at me, smiling at me, that face. It just took 10 seconds for it to etch itself into my brain for good. Then the screen flickered with red static again three times. And on the third time, I heard the Kefka laugh, except this time it sounded distorted. Demonic even. I went back to the image again, except this time there was the text again, though it was messed up. It was pretty much one of the most horrifying things I've looked at since I had this game. <laughs> I am God. <laughs> Drink to that. Sonic Sanic is God. <laughs> He's just too fast. It was when I read that message while looking at Sonic when it hit me, I realized there and then. This Sonic was a monster, pure, evil, sadistic, all-powerful, nightmarish, demented monster. And all of his victims, including Tails, Knuckles, Dr. Robotnik, and possibly Kyle, <laughs> are just his little toys. And the game is the very gateway into his chaotic, nightmarish world and the very hell his victims are trapped in. <laughs> oh, this is a great, this is a great paragraph right here. Suddenly, in an actual split second, I screamed as Sonic lunged at the screen, screeching loudly with his mouth wide open, sent an unnatural laugh, revealing nothing but a literally sp spiraling abyss of pure darkness before the red static came again, this time much louder and distorted so loud that it hurt my ears. I yelled and grabbed my ears as the red static screeched for a good sec seven seconds. That's a whole sentence. And again, they're very, very specific about the seconds, how long everything lasted. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's For diligent. exactly seven seconds. Yeah. <laughs> he was counting? Then it stopped and showed nothing but black screen. As I sat there staring at the black screen, one last text coming up. Ready for round two, Tom? <laughs> the Kefka laugh, now sounding more clear as Sonic was right behind me, played again three times as I looked at the text, shock and confusion. Then I got booted back to the main menu, and this time the third save file had a TV image of Robotnik in the same tormented state as Tails and Knuckles. Robotnik's skin turned to a dull gray. His mustache dropped, drooped, and blackened. His glasses broken, his blood is coming from him, and he had a mere dead-like expression on his face. I looked at Tails, Knuckles, and Robotnik, and I cried a bit. I pitied <laughs> them for the agony they were going through. They were forever trapped within the game, forever tormented by the horrid hedgehog, and always will be. Then the computer shut itself off. I couldn't turn it back on no matter what I did. I sat there for maybe 25 seconds. He just has a timer with him the whole time, horrified by what had just happened. 
Sonic is the very embodiment of evil. He tortures people who plays his game in more ways than one, and then he gets bored, he drags you into the game, literally drags you to hell, where he can play with you always as his toy. <laughs> We're almost done. I can't get the game out of my computer. I think it's stuck in there. Or at least I managed to turn it back on now. After I sat there for 25 seconds, again, I heard a voice right behind me, like a whisper. Try to keep these sensors safe for me, Tom. I turned around to see where the voice came from, and what I saw made me scream, sitting on my bed, staring right at me, was a sonic plushie, smiling with bloodstains under its eyes. (laughs) There you go. It is weird how Sonic is so popular in the creepypasta. Uh, Well, yeah, there's, isn't there a sequel, Tales.exe? Well, it's just, it's not even just like a sequel. It's like Sonic is just really pop, like, or Creepypasta is really popular among Sonic fans or something like that. But there's a lot of, the two ones I've noticed about Creepypastas that are popular, Sonic and Pokemon, are both really popular Creepypasta things. Uh, Oh, yeah. Also, fuck it. This is probably going to be a long episode. Probably. A longer one. Uh, (laughs) Because... That was longer than I thought it would be. Yeah. But that was that was freaking that was something. That was uh, awesome. So what do you got for us? So I've got two options here. There's a uh, classic, apparently, uh, Laughing Jack. That is a classic creepypasta. Um, I've also got creepypasta with a side of sauce, which is a creepypasta about pasta. I want that one. I want that one. <laughs> this spine chilling spaghetti. We already use spaghetti. This uh oh, I don't know. Uh... <laughs> we used Alfredo. This agonizing Alfredo. This creepy Capanelli. This, this menacing mustachelli. <laughs> this, uh. <laughs> Spine tingling capellini. Alright, so we're gonna read this. Now, I have not read this one. I just found it because uh, it's pasta related. I thought that would be funny. Blood curdling baccatini. Ah, I like that one. Um. So I don't know if this is a good one or a bad one. <laughs> but this is a creepypasta with a side of sauce. Sounds like a joke. Yeah. This thing on? I guess it is. I can see the little light on the recorder and it isn't flashing just yet. This is a, well, okay. This is a <laughs> This says, but that's it? That's really it? No, no, no. It keeps going. Uh, no, I mean, that was the sentence. Yeah, that was... Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we have a baseline there. All right, yeah. <laughs> Standard. I we've, think this one's intentional. We've set this... Yeah, this is clearly a purposefully joke joke one. Um, this isn't a last will of any sort. It's a recording of the freaky stuff I just saw. Saw and ate. Oh, God, that was bad. Not the previous phrase, but the food. 
Well, okay, let me start from the beginning. As in a few hours ago, and what the hell I did at that cafe. If it was a cafe in the first place. I got a call from an old school friend. Oh, my glasses are struggling. <laughs> I got a call from an old school friend. She wanted to meet me for a bite of eat. A bite to eat. <laughs> I was wondering, is that, is am, that the text uh, or just you? I'm struggling, yeah. Uh, she's a damn hot chick, and I hadn't seen her in a good long time. Of course, I kept in contact over the net. Over the net. With a body like hers, I'd have to be stupid not to. Plus, I was hoping to get lucky with her. Oh, man, I'm drooling. Uh, yeah. Okay. So where was I? This is... <laughs> oh, yeah. I meant... I go to the meeting place, and it's something that looks like an abandoned building. All hollowed out. I think to myself, this isn't the place. Look at the address. 13 Kent Street. It's synced with the numbers on the building. Funny thing is, this is a building in the middle of a busy city. Abandoned, but people were walking outside, asking me what I was doing here or who I was meeting. Of course, I told them to fuck off. It's my own business to be hanging out, uh, hanging around out here. Damn, if I only knew then. Is this you? But damn, I wouldn't have run. What do you mean? You're always telling people to fuck off. <laughs> Remember that church group that was trying to get you to, like, take their pamphlet or whatever? It wasn't a church group. They were trying to get me to register to vote. <laughs> oh, I thought it was that one church group we walked by. Oh, no. There, that was Rooted. That was a different time. No, there oh, was... Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, she was stunning. Came towards me, and I knew then that I would have to be... That I would be having fun soon. Of course, well, I shouldn't say took my hand with hers and said that it was great wait took my hand with hers and said that said that it was great to see me in the flesh again i asked what we were doing here and why everyone avoided it she avoided the question by kissing me and i can't remember what really what happened after that except that we were in the building man inside it wasn't abandoned but it was a bustling business god did i just say that bustling Christ, who says that word now? <laughs> this guy's trying Bustling. a little too hard to uh, he is trying be a funny. Too hard. Yeah, <laughs> I'll have to look at in the look at. I'll have to look at the dictionary when I get home. Internet. I mean, internet. God, what is it? What's wrong with my speech now? <laughs> what? So is this a creepy pasta that makes you lame? Yeah. God. Oh well. It was a busy cafe. She directed me to a table and we sat down. Small talk. We were gazing into each other's eyes. Wait, which one is this again? This is the pasta one. Oh, okay, the pasta yeah. one. Okay. Uh, God, that sounds fucking cliches. But for two people who hadn't seen each other in a good long while, okay. Uh, going off track here. I I don't know what the hell is going on with me. Menu was pretty normal. All pasta. Nothing but pasta. Yeah, drinks were normal and there were hamburgers, but different. Never seen a cheeseburger pasta before. She knew the place and she ordered for Have me. you ever had hamburger helper cheeseburger? Yeah. Edition? That's a cheeseburger pasta. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever put pasta in a cheeseburger? Yes. Oh, I haven't, but 
I have. It's not good. It's not good for you. It's not good. It's just bad. <laughs> but cheeseburger and pasta. Yeah, that. It's a classic. <laughs> I didn't catch the name of the dish. While it came, she talked. She told me how she always had. That's a huge what she said. <laughs> she told me how she always had a huge <laughs> crush on me and never said anything. I was stunned, but my tongue loosened and I confessed the same. We got closer, and God, I was about to kiss her again when the food came. I must have looked annoyed because she laughed and reached under the table too. Okay, losing thought here. Got to focus. I don't get why. It's too much inner monologue here. I don't much, know. Too much inner monologue. He's trying really hard to be casual about it. Yeah. Like, as if he's telling it to someone and keeps losing focus, but it's, it's just not working. <laughs> Pasta was good. Slightly tasted of iron, but I brushed that off as a figment of my imagination. The meat was tender and slightly tasted of chicken. Then again, what meat out there doesn't taste like chicken in some way? Wait, 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 wait. So the meat tasted like chicken, but that's weird. Yeah. I, was it not chicken? Doesn't specify. Or was it ambiguous meat? Yeah. Something dead, I guess, is the best word. Damn, that was freaky. And then I had another glance at the pasta. God, I wish I hadn't. I can't even describe what was in the bowl. Maggots. Leeches, centipedes, spiders, all crawling around fettuccine oh. and lashing <laughs> and lashings of chunky tomato sauce. That's like that scene from uh, the Lost Boys, yeah, where they turn the noodles into worms. You know? <laughs> and then something made me look closer at the sauce. Looked normal enough and tasted great. Strange chunks of meat, though. What I thought was chicken or beef. So I had established three things. One. The pasta was a really bug-laden Frankenstein monstrosity. Two, it tasted really great. Needed a bit less salt, though. And three, everyone was giving me dead eyes. Right. Of course, I could have reached and run, <laughs> retched and run out of the place, but where was I to go? I've got nothing out there. No job, no cash, and stuck in a cardboard box in Hyde Park. Not literally, though. No family, either. And the insects gave the pasta a body texture. I stayed in my seat and ate the rest. So, whoa, 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 excuse me. He's just eating it. He noticed the bugs and shit, but he's eating he's it. He's still anyway. eating it. Yeah. Because, like, I still want to get laid. So I better keep eating this food and act like everything is normal. Yeah. Plus, I live. he lives in a car? Uh, or something? He said cardboard box and hideboard park. But then, oh, he, oh. but then he said not literally, though. So I, I don't know what he means by that. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I'm not literally homeless. Homeless. <laughs> I stayed in my seat and ate the rest, while the patrons burst into spontaneous applause. Now that was creepy. Hmm? Oh, Woo! No nothing much. I'm just dictating what happened. Really? No, this recorder doesn't have multi-directional mic. Yeah, only my voice. So we opening up shot. What the fuck would? This is getting really meta and weird. Yeah. Well, gosh, I know. Dear, I have to keep more people coming to us. Yes, I know. We will. So I think he's trying to talk as if... The story's trying to talk as if there's someone else in the room while he's recording it that you can't hear. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's stupid. Should have left that out. I feel like he's trying to be smart. <laughs> so John wants more funnel webs in the sauce. I'll see what I can do. 
Yes, I love you too, Jewel. Yeah, see? I hope this is supposed to be bad. Yeah. Yes, he'll be perfect for our needs. If he isn't, well, yes, that's perfect. Let me finish up and I'll go with you. Five minutes? All right, I'll catch up. Where was I? Ah, yes, after the lunch. Meal. I was questioning Ju- by questioned by Julia. She wanted to know if, if I wanted to stay with her. I said yes, and she showed me the inner workings of the cafe. Her town to outwork everyone working here is dead. Great cooks, though. Hard workers as well. Me and Julia were the... Sh- uh, <laughs> were the Chanelers of the outside. We met people online and, and take on the guise of people who haven't they haven't seen in a very long time. We lure them into, in for one or two purposes. One, we always need wor- new workers. The undead only last so long before they're put to pasture, literally. The other purpose, well, it's in the sauce. It's all in the sauce. <laughs> I hated that. Yeah. That was really poorly written. And that was the whole thing. Yeah. Okay, since mine was so long, I say you do one more. And I'll end it off with a classic. All right. Well, we'll read. We'll read. Uh, Jumping Jack or whatever. Laughing, laughing. Jumping Jack Flash. Jumping Jack Flash. Laughing Jack. Laughing Jack. All right. This one I thought also was pretty bad. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Good. It was a nice summer day. My five-year-old James was playing outside in the backyard of our suburban home. James had always been a quiet boy, and he plays by himself mostly. He never had many friends, but he had always had a wild imagination. Yeah. He was a nerd. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking nerd. (laughs) Fucking nerds. (laughs) I was in the kitchen feeding our dog, Fido, when I heard what sounded like James talking to someone in the backyard. I'm not sure who who it was he could be talking to. Could he have finally made a friend? Being a single mom, it's hard for me to always keep an eye on my son. Oh, you're so, a mom. Okay. Mom. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, so I decided to go outside and check on him. When I went into the backyard, I was a bit confused because James was the only person back there. Was he talking to himself? I could have sworn I heard another voice. James, it's time to come inside. I called out to him. He came inside and sat down at the kitchen table. It was, a lunch- it was about lunchtime, so I decided to make him a turkey sandwich. Wait one second. Okay. Turkey sandwich. That sounds good. I love a turkey sandwich. I do love it, like a good turkey sandwich, yeah. Mm. Nice. It did sound cool, but it foamed up on me. <laughs> Seven. Bad luck with these. Okay, continue. <laughs> it was about lunchtime, so I decided to make him a turkey sandwich. James, who are you talking to out there? I asked. James looked up for a moment. I was playing with my new friend, he said, smiling. I poured him some milk and continued to pry, as any good mother would. Does your friend have a name? Why didn't you ask him to have lunch with us? I asked. James stared at me for a moment before replying, His name is Laughing Jack. I was a bit taken back by what he had said. Oh, that's a strange name. What does your friend look like? I asked a bit confused. He's a clown. He has long hair and big swirly cone nose. He's got long arms and baggy pants with stripy socks, and he always smiles. 
I realized my son was talking about an imaginary friend. I suppose it's normal for kids his age to have imaginary friends, especially when he has no real kids to play with. It's probably just a phase. The rest of the day went on as per usual. Oh, I've seen this guy. Yeah, we'll post him on there. And it was starting to get late, so I put James to bed. I tucked him in, gave him a kiss, and made sure to turn on the night, his nightlight before I had closed the door. I was pretty tired myself, so I decided to go to bed not long after. I had an awful nightmare. This is far better written than the last couple ones. We've, uh, at least, like, their grammar is decent. No, yeah, th- yeah this <laughs> one's the best one so far. Also, wait, wait, real quick. I, I'd still real think quick, it's wait. stupid. But it's I, still stupid, yeah. But, so, we didn't record this, but we talked about how those girls tried to kill their friend because Slayerman told them to. Yeah. Well, apparently, in 2015, Indiana Girl 12 killed stepmother because creepy clown character Laughing Jack told her to do it. See... <clears throat> No, it's not the author's fault. This is supposed to be... For, well, here's the thing about creepypastas. Just real quick. Just a real th- quick thing. It's... Scary stories, but they happen to be catered to- towards younger audiences. They are, yeah. And little kids and stuff are easily influenced by things and do have imaginations. And they shouldn't be exposed to things like this, even if we think that they're stupid. Now, um, I, I've skimmed through this story before. Uh, so the actual story of Laughing Jack uh, doesn't... Laughing Jack doesn't tell anyone to do anything. It's not. Okay. Yeah. Do you want it to get real yeah. for a second here? Sure. So, yeah. Um, this is real. This is real news. Um... <sighs> 12-year-old Indiana girl who fatally... I, I found this just looking at the images. And I was like, oh, well, we better talk about it. 12-year-old Indiana girl who fatally stabbed her stepmother said an online horror story clown named Laughing Jack told her to do it, according to reports. The Elkhart girl set her family's apartment on fire Ugh. and stabbed Maria Torres at the direction of the fictional character found on the creepy pasta website known as Laughing Jack, according to court documents filed Tuesday. Yeah, it's, uh, so doctors have diagnosed Indiana girls suffering from PTSD and dissociative identity disorder, formerly known as multiple personality disorder. She's been living for months in Goshen Juvenile Detention Center where she's seeing a counselor and taking medication but still pleading staff for help. She won't stand trial unless she's deemed fit to understand the charges against her. So yeah, obviously she's got underlying problems. Yeah, that's the real issues. dark side of uh, pasta is the... Yeah, I mean, well, it's the dark side of just the internet in general and exposing your kids to it. Like, whether they have mental health problems or not, I think... I wasn't really... I didn't really get into the internet until... As, I mean, especially this kind of stuff until I was... I mean, I was that age... I don't know. It's hard to say, but if you, yeah. you should still monitor what your kid reads and looks at. Yeah. Um, 
But at the same time, you can't blame the creators of the stuff. You can't... Like, the whole video game scare. You know how they say, oh, video games like GTA is causing kids to be violent. It's like, well, it's the parents that... Parents shouldn't be buying their kids GTA, you know? And, like, it's really up to the parents yeah, to be monitoring it's, it's their kids. First of all, you know, um, it's been proven video games don't cause violence. And on top of that, it is a parent's job to monitor. No, exactly. But, yeah. But continue. Yeah. But that makes it that makes it real. That makes it yeah. real. So I had an awful nightmare. It was dark. I was in some sort, some kind of rundown amusement park. I was scared, running through an endless field of empty tents, broken down rides, and abandoned game huts. The whole place had a horrible look to it. Everything was black and white, and the prized stuffed animals all hung from nooses in the game huts, all with sick grins stitched on their faces. I felt like the whole park was looking at me, even though there wasn't another living thing in sight. Then suddenly I began to hear music play. The sounds of Pop Goes the Weasel being played on a squeeze pop echoed through the park. It was okay. hypnotizing. That's actually pretty creepy. Yeah, children's rhymes. Yeah, yeah. Fall- any kind of nursery rhyme. I followed its tune to the circus tents almost in a trance, unable to stop my legs from moving forward. It was pitch black. The only light came from a single spotlight shining in the center of the big top. I walked towards the light. The music slowed down. I found myself singing along, unable to stop. All around the molybur bush, the monkey chased the weasel. The monkey threw, twas all in fun. The music stopped right before its climax, and suddenly the lights shot on. The intensity of the lights was practically blinding. All I could see was a small dark silhouette shuffled towards me, and then another one appeared, and another, and another. There were dozens of them all coming towards me. I couldn't move. My legs were frozen. All I could do was watch as the haunting figures grew nearer, and as they got close to me, they were children. As I looked at each one, I noticed they were all horribly disfigured and mutilated. Some had cuts all over their bodies. Others were severely burnt, and others were missing limbs, even eyes. The children enveloped me clawing at my flesh, dragging me to the ground, tearing me inside as the children tore me apart and I faded away. All I could hear was laughter. Horrible, awful, evil laughter. (laughs) (laughs) It was goofy all along. Thank you. That was good. <laughs> also, I just want to say real quick, I know it got real there for a second, but this is our 50th episode. Forgot to mention that. It is, beginning. Yeah. It is. Uh, we thought about maybe doing something for this, but, you know, just give it, you know, just do an episode. Our typical weird shit. Yeah, typical weird shit. Um, but definitely, you know, special thing coming up for our, maybe our... 69th episode, maybe. Ooh, that, yeah, that'd be, that good be a episode good to do something good for. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously, our hundredth. But yeah, yeah, we've got some cool stuff coming up. We'll be doing. Uh, it's pretty cool that we came this far. But anyways, continue. Yeah. I woke up the next morning in a cold sweat. After taking a few breaths, I looked over and saw that a few of James' action figures were positioned facing me on top of my nightstand. I sighed. James had probably woken up early and put these here. 
I gathered up the toys and made my way to James's room. However, when I opened the door, James was sound asleep. I just shrugged and placed the toys back in his toy box and headed out to the living room. A little while later, James woke up and I made him breakfast. He was quiet and seemed a bit groggy. Perhaps he didn't sleep well either. I decided to ask him about the toys. James, honey, did you put the toys on Mommy's room this morning? His eyes shot up at me for a moment and then quickly glanced down at his cereal. Laughing Jack did it. I rolled my eyes and responded, Well, you tell Laughing Jack to keep the toys in your room. James nodded and finished up his breakfast, then decided to go play outside in the backyard. I went to relax in the living room and I must have dozed off because I woke up a couple hours later. Shit, I need to check on James. I was a bit worried. It had been over two hours and I hadn't checked on him. I went outside and stepped into the backyard and James wasn't there anymore. I was getting nervous so I called out to him. James! James! Where are you? Just then I heard a giggle come from the front yard. I rushed through <laughs> the... I... <laughs> That's good. I rushed through the gate and around to the front of the house. James was sitting on the sidewalk. I breathed a sigh of release and relief and walked over to him. James, how many times have I told you to stay in the backyard? James, what are you eating? James looked up to me and then reached into his pocket and pulled out a handful of hard candies in all colors. This made me very nervous. James, who gave you that candy? James just stared at me, not speaking. James? Please tell Mommy where you got the candy. James hung his head down and said, Laughing Jack gave it to me. My heart sunk. I need to kneel down to look at him in the eye. James, I've had enough of this damn Laughing Jack thing. He is not real. Now this is a very serious situation. I need to know who gave you the candy. I could see my son's eyes tear up. But Mommy, Laughing Jack did give me the candy. I closed my eyes and took a deep breath. James had never lied to me, but what he's telling me is impossible. I made him split out the can spit out the candy and I threw the rest away. James appears to be fine. Maybe I just overreacted after all. He could have gotten it from Tom and Linda next door, or Mr. Walker down the street. Either way, I'm going to have to keep a closer eye on James. That night I put James to bed as usual and decided to go to bed early myself. Suddenly, I was woken up by a loud bang coming from the kitchen. I sprung out of bed and hurried down the stairs. When I got to the kitchen, I was horrified. Bang! <laughs> a little late. <laughs> I know, I know. Everything on the counters had been thrown to the floor, and our dog, Fido, hung dead from the light fixture. His stomach was cut open. Oh, fuck! <laughs> that escalated quickly. Yeah. First, she just caught her son just eating ambiguous candy. No, and saying dog's, and Jack dog's been mutilated. And like, yeah, uh, <laughs> what's the word for that? Eviscerated? Yeah. His stomach was cut open and stuffed with candy. The same time, the same type James was eating earlier that day. My shock was quickly broken by a sharp scream coming from James's room, followed by loud crashes. I quickly grabbed a kitchen knife from the drawer and moved up the stairs with a speed that only a mother whose child is in danger could have. I burst through the door and flicked on adrenaline though. <laughs> I burst through the door and flicked on the lights. Everything in the room was knocked over and tossed on the floor. My poor son in his bed crying and shaking with fear. 
pool of urine staining the sheets, I scooped up my child and ran out of the house and went next door to Tom and Linda's house. Luckily, they were still awake. They let me use their phone and I called the police. It didn't take long for them to arrive and I explained what had happened. They looked at me as if I was crazy. They searched the house, but all they found was a dead dog and two trashed rooms. The officer told me that someone had probably gotten to the house and done this right before making a quick escape when they heard me coming up the stairs. I knew it wasn't true. All the doors were locked and none of the windows were open. Whatever was in my house didn't come from outside. So there's no other way for someone to get into a house without breaking windows and picking locks. <laughs> right. I've heard I've heard stories of like some of the you know someone who's coming and hidden in the attic type of thing. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've heard about it's, Yeah, there was this one this guy started hearing noises in his attic. And yeah. he installed security cameras and one night uh he's he looked at the security footage and he saw this lady like crawl out of that. This is real, I yeah. think. Uh, <laughs> it might be fake. But she crawled out of the attic, like went to the kitchen, got shit out of his fridge, peed in a sink. So she went and flushed the <laughs> toilet and fucking crawled back in. That's really creepy. And that, yeah. that's something that could happen. Yeah. Someone. Sneaking in your house while Man, I'm really this one's spooping. Sneaking this, in, sneaking into your house while it while it's while they can and then hiding until it's nighttime. Yeah. Yeah, um, that that one's spooking me. This yeah. is spooking me. This is actually a pretty good one. Uh so far, I think the ending is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> the next day James stayed inside. I didn't want him to leave my sight. I went to the garage and found his old baby monitor and set it up in his room. If anything comes into it tonight, I was going to be able to hear it. I went to the kitchen and grabbed the largest knife from the drawer and put it in my nightstand. Imaginary friend or not, I'm not letting anything hurt my little boy. Soon enough, knife came. I put James to bed. He was afraid. But I promised him that I wasn't going to let anything happen to him. I tucked him in, gave him a kiss, and turned off the light. Before closing the door, I whispered to him, Good night, James. I love you. Okay. At that point, just sleep in the same room. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. (laughs) I tried to stay up as long as I could, but after a few hours, I felt myself drifting off. My baby would be safe for the night, and I needed to sleep. Just as I lay in my head on the pillow, I heard a soft noise come from the baby monitor I had put up on my nightstand. (laughs) At first, it sounded like interference, like the kind a radio would make. Then it turned into a soft moan. Was James asleep? Mm. Then I heard it. The laugh from my nightmare. <laughs> yep. That. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> We've established that it's goofy. That horrible laugh. <laughs> yep. I sprung up from the bed and grabbed my knife under, from under my pillow. I rushed over to James' room and creaked, under, creaked the door open. I tried the light switch, but it wouldn't come on. I took a step in, and I could feel the warm, thick liquid on my feet. Ew! Suddenly, James' nightlight came on, and I could see the absolute horror that laid out in front of me. 
James's body was nailed up on the wall, the nails piercing through his hands and feet. His chest was cut wide open. His organs hung down on the floor. My eyes and tongue had been removed. His, his eyes and tongue had been removed along with most of his teeth. I was disgusted. I could hardly believe this was my baby boy. Then I heard it again, the soft, desperate moan. James was still alive. My baby, my poor baby, in so much pain, barely clinging to life. You want to be alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just want to say that. You'd be fucking dead. I ran across the room and vomited on the floor, but my sickness was interrupted by a horrible crackle coming from behind me. A cackle? Cackle. <laughs> I spun around while still wiping my while wiping my blade my bile from my mouth. Then out of the shadows emerged the fiend responsible for all this horror, Laughing Jack. His ghost white skin and matted hair hung down to his shoulders. He had piercing white eyes surrounded by dark black rings. His smile twisted revealed a sharp row of jagged teeth, and his eyes didn't look like skin at all. It almost looked like. I hope your eyes don't look like skin. Or his skin didn't look like skin at all. Okay, there you go. It almost looked like rubber or plastic. He wore a patchy black and white clown outfit with striped sleeves and socks. His body itself was grotesque, with long arms hanging down past his waist, and the way he was poised made him look almost boneless like a ragdoll. He let out a sickening laugh. <laughs> As if to let me know he was pleased with my reaction to his work. Then he turned around slowly in front of James and began to laugh even more at a horrific sight he had laid out. (laughs) And he vaguely looked like a dog, but not really a dog, but a cartoon dog. Yeah. That was enough to shake me from my terror. (laughs) I snapped. Get away from him, you bastard! I rushed at the monster, raising my knife above my head and stabbed down at him. As soon as the knife touched him, he disappeared into a cloud of black smoke. The knife passed through and pierced James's still beating heart, splashing his warm blood on my face. Wow. Okay. No. What have I done? My baby. I killed my baby. I immediately fell to my knees, and I could hear sirens in the distance. For one, this got bad really quick. Yeah. Um, It went into the trope of, like, overuse of gore immediately. Yeah. (laughs) And I'll drink that. Yeah. Like, it was actually something, but then it just went to the gore factor, and the mom isn't really... She's not really reacting how if you saw your son disemboweled on your wall. Yeah. She's like, oh, my baby boy. Well, they show she vomited and then she. Well, that's true. Okay. She vomited. She went into rage at him. But the way it's described, though. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It just seems like. Yeah. Doesn't seem genuine. Police soon arrived to find me in front of my son, still wielding the knife covered in my baby's blood. The trial was short. Insanity. I was placed in. Feropolis House for the Criminally Insane, where I have been for the last two months. It's not so bad here. The only reason I'm awake now is because someone is playing Pop Goes the Weasel outside my window. I talked to the orderlies about it this morning. That's it. And the story got out of the insane asylum, I guess. So, you can see why... I mean... It is, like, grammar-wise, it's well-written, and it does a pretty good job setting everything up. 
But then, that ending's so rushed and so shock yeah, factor. Yeah. And it goes yeah. into the shock factor real fast. And then it does like, it tries to think like, uh, oh, is she really just insane or not? It's trying to be too smart. Yeah. It didn't, it didn't um, quite work. But we've got one more for you guys. Yeah. I've got one. The classic, the infamous. Jeff the Killer. You see the picture. It's creepy. I've seen but the, yeah, I've seen the pictures, yeah. <laughs> so let me preface this by um the original origin story for Jeff the Killer is really short and really easy to explain. He was a guy named Jeff that was trying to clean his bathroom and he slipped and fell into a bunch of bleach. That's the original origin story. Okay. Here's the second origin story. This one wasn't supposed to be funny. It's trying to be edgy. It's trying to be cool. It's trying to be scary. And I remember reading this one in 2011 when it came out. And I thought it was edgy and cool and scary. But now (laughs) looking back at it, it's really dumb. And I realized how dumb I was 10 years ago. So this is a little look back into the past. Uh, It's a classic... Um, Jeff the Killer it's funny because he was actually a really popular creepypasta but he didn't get any like he didn't get a movie he didn't get like a game He there's like crappy indie games but like nothing really happened <laughs> we just got a lot of bad stories out of it but this is the original so here we go Jeff the Killer creepypasta story I'm really I'm pumped I'm pumped be pumped be pumped. Um, beginning. All right. Excerpt from local newspaper. Ominous. Unknown killer is still at large. After weeks of unexplained murders, the ominous unknown killer is still on the rise. After little evidence has been found, a young boy states that he survived one of the killer's attacks and bravely tells his story. I will say before we keep going this has effort put into it it has lore it has multiple like uh, points of view but it's still bad also I also want to point out before we really get into that I was looking at I, I, yeah, it's I, did, a, I did a google search of Laughing Jack images and because in, so in the what we read it doesn't specify what his hair looks like and oh yeah, there's a lot of variations. Most on hair. of the um, artwork people have done of it is like a teenage goth, emo, like emo haircut. No, he's definitely the teenage goth and emo it is guy. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I love it. There's a couple. It's so of that era. Yeah, there's there's a couple <laughs> images in here that are not that. Like there's this like one. when we were in middle school, emo was huge. It was yeah. everywhere. Hi. And we are back again. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, you had a beetle. Yeah, a beetle. <laughs> Your roommate slash girlfriend found a beetle, and yeah, you. What kind is it again? The it's a box elder beetle. Box elder uh, beetle. They're, yeah, they're harmless, but uh. But they can. You want to infest you, your place. You, you want to get yeah. rid of them fast. Yeah, you can get. But when you get an infestation, they are annoying as hell. The last place me and me and you both lived at that house. Uh, 
got a ton of them. Yeah, we got a it proper sucked. infestation. And once you have an infestation, they're really hard to get rid of. I mean, they're yeah. harmless, but yeah, it's yeah. gross. But they're gross and annoying. And annoying. Yeah. But anyways, back to you get, annoying You things. get one, you put your beer down on the table, and then, like, I've had a couple times once where, like, beer. I saw one of them crawling up my beer can. And I was like, no. Yeah, wait. like, fuck you. Like, it's my beer. very annoying. My beer, Beetle. It's yeah. mine. Yeah. Anyways, if you want your own beer, I'll open one for you. Oh, yeah. I mean, pay rent. Yes. (laughs) Um, Anyways, back to Jeff the Killer. Classic. Classic. Okay, this is the kid's description. His story. I had a bad dream and I woke up in the middle of the night, says the boy. I saw that for some reason the window was open, even though I remember it being closed before I went to bed. I got up and shut it once more. Afterwards, I simply crawled under my covers and tried to get back to sleep. That's when I had a strange feeling, like someone was watching me. I looked up and nearly jumped out of my bed, there in the little ray of light, illuminating from between my curtains were a pair of two eyes. These weren't regular eyes. They were dark, ominous eyes. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's great. Also, this young child has pretty decent prose for a young child. Yeah. (laughs) They were bordered in black and just plain out terrified me. That's when I saw his mouth, a long horrendous smile that made every hair on my body stand up. The figure stood there watching me. Finally, after what seemed like forever, he said a simple phrase, but said in a way only a madman could speak. He said, go to sleep. I let out a scream. That's what sent him at me. He pulled a knife, aiming at my heart. He jumped on top of my bed. I fought him back. I kicked. I punched. I rolled around, trying to knock him off of me. That's when my dad busted in. Dads! Hell yeah, dads. <laughs> Way to go, dads. I mean, rescue. my dad would definitely fuck up Jeff the Killer. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you had a couple beers. Your dad's a big guy. Yeah, yeah I don't doubt he would that. Fuck him up. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my <laughs> Jeff the Killer is not like supernatural. He's just, just a guy he's with just a fucked a ser- up face. He's just a serial killer with a fucked up face. Yeah. Yeah, he's like a Joker <laughs> wannabe. Um, but yeah, my dad would probably pop up course, drink it real quick, and then like. Just fuck him up. Your dad is like Popeye, but instead of spinach, it's a Coors Banquet. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Chugs a Coors Banquet and then goes fucks up people. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) That's when my dad busted in. The man threw it a knife. It went to my dad's shoulder. Oh, shit. The man probably would have finished him off if one of the neighbors hadn't alerted the police. They drove into the parking lot and ran towards the door. The man turned and ran down the hallway. I heard a smash, like glass breaking. Yeah, it was your dad fucking him up. As I came out of my room, I saw the window that was pointing towards the back of my house was broken. I looked out to see him vanish from into the distance. I can tell you one thing. I will never forget that face, those cold, evil eyes, and that psychotic smile. They will never leave my head. Police are still on the lookout for this man. If you see anyone that fits the description of the story, please contact your local police department. (laughs) Jeff and his family just had moved into a new neighborhood. His dad, dad, 
Fist bump. Fist bump for the dads. Yeah. Had, <laughs> had gotten a promotion at work. Is that a work. new thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Every time, yeah. Uh, his dad got a new promotion at work, and they thought it would be the best to live in one of those fancy neighborhoods. Jeff and his brother, Leo. Lou? Leo? L-I-U. How do you pronounce that? L-I-U? Yeah, L-I-U. I don't know. I'm just going to call him Lou to make it easy. A new better house. What was not to love? As they were getting unpacked, one of their neighbors came by. Hello, she said. I'm Barbara. I live across the street from you. Well, I just wanted to introduce you myself to and introduce my son. She turns around and calls her son over. Billy, these are our new neighbors. Billy said hi, and I ran back to play in his yard. Well, said Jeff's mom, I'm Margaret, and this is my husband, Peter. Lame. <laughs> and my two sons, Jeff and Leo. Lou. They each introduced themselves, and then Barbara invited them to her son's birthday. Jeff and his brother were about to object when their mother said that they would love to. When Jeff and his family are done packing, Jeff went up to his room. Mom, why would you invite us to some kid's party? If you haven't noticed, I'm not some dumb kid. Jeff, said his mother, we just moved here. We should show that we want to spend time with our neighbors. Now we're going to that party, and that's final. Jeff started to talk, but he stopped himself, knowing that he couldn't do anything. Whenever his mom said something, it was final. He walked up to his room and plopped down on his bed. He sat there, looking at the ceiling, when suddenly, he got a weird feeling. Not so much pain, but a weird feeling. He dismissed it as just some random feeling. He heard his mother call him down to get his stuff, and he walked down to get it. Gosh, mom. <laughs> That's the energy I'm getting from So just Jeff the Killer is just a little shit. Yeah. The next day, Jeff walked downstairs to get breakfast and get ready and got ready for school. He sat there eating his breakfast. He once again got that feeling. This time it was stronger. It gave him a slight tugging pain, but once again dismissed it. He and Lou finished breakfast. They walked down to the bus stop. They sat there waiting for the bus. And then, all of a sudden, some kid on a skateboard jumped over them, only inches above their laps. They both jumped back in surprise. Hey, what the hell? Fucking hooligan. Fucking skater punk. Yeah. <laughs> the kid landed and turned back to them. He kicked the skateboard up and caught it with his hands. The kid... The kid <laughs> Lame, if you were a real skater, you could catch it with one hand. Catch it with your teeth. Yeah. The kid seems to be about 12. <laughs> One year younger than Jeff, he wears an Air Postal shirt and ripped blue jeans. Uh. <laughs> That's so 2010s. That screams I hate, I hate 2010s. That. I hate that. I hate it. Air Postal shirts <laughs> and ripped jeans, which are still not out. Um, well, well, well. It looks like we got some new meat, says the 12-year-old boy with Air Apostle shirt. <laughs> I inserted that. Um, suddenly. <laughs> suddenly <laughs> fucking. God, if. It, even so good. <laughs> even when I was, like, in middle school, if a kid in an Air Apostle shirt 
you just spat all over me. <laughs> if a kid in an Aeropostale shirt rode up me on skateboard and said, looks like we got new meat, I would fucking laugh at him. Be I'm like, so sorry. I'm like, so, what so the sorry. fuck, dude? <laughs> I'm sorry if that got on you. <laughs> this is just too funny. <sighs> okay. Okay, okay. The ki- two other kids appeared. One was super skinny and the other was huge. Well, since you're new here, I'd like to introduce ourselves. <laughs> over here is Keith. Jeff and Lou looked over to the skinny kid. He had a dopey face that you would expect a sidekick to have. <laughs> and he's Troy. They looked over at the fat kid. <laughs> Talk about a tub of lard. This kid looked like he had to exercise since he was crawling. Is that the Aeropostale kid? Oh, no, no, no. That's, that's his friend. And I, said the first kid, am Randy. Randy. The Aeropostale shirt kid's name is Jesus, Randy. when I was in middle school, Randy was a name you would make fun of. Yeah. <laughs> if, <laughs> if, 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 if a fucking kid in an Aeropostale shirt rode up on a skateboard and introduced himself as Randy and started trying to bully me, that was the type of kid that like nobody would take fucking seriously. <laughs> no. No, everyone would be like, oh, and, and and like we wouldn't do anything about it. We would just kind of let him do his thing because we felt bad for him. Like, it's like, yeah. he obviously doesn't have very good parents. <laughs> so we're just going to let him feel good about himself, himself and let him get away with wow, it. Wow, that's really mature of you for a middle schooler. Yeah. That's how lame a Randy is. Yeah, yeah. We wouldn't do that for all kids. That was just a Randy. Also, I bet there's plenty of cool Randys out there, but if you're wearing an Aeropostale shirt and your name Randy, yeah, you're probably going to die in the story. 12-year-old uh, Randy. Yeah, 12-year-old Randys. What kind of 12-year-old is named Randy? Anyways, I'm Randy. Now for all the kids in this neighborhood, there's a small price for the bus fare if you catch my drift. Jesus. <laughs> there are just some names... <laughs> That do not fit 12-year-olds. Randy's not one of them. Rand, yeah, Randy. Anyways. Roger. R- Roger, yeah. Dick. <laughs> Derek. Derek. Lou stood up, ready to punch the lights out of the kid's eyes when one of his friends pulled a knife on him. Tisk, tisk, tisk. I had hoped you would be more cooperative, but it seems we must do this the hard way. The kid walked up to Lou and took his wallet out of his pocket. Jeff got that feeling again. Now it was truly strong, a burning sensation. He stood up, but Lou gestured to him to sit down. Jeff ignored him and walked up to the kid. Listen here, you little punk. Give back my bro's wallet or else. Randy put the wallet in his pocket and pulled out his own knife. And he's 12. I thought the knife was already pulled out. He's 12, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> and he's named Randy. And he has a knife. And he's wearing an Aeropostale shirt. I hate None this of this adds up. <laughs> you give, story to the, give credit to the story. They did a good job creating a villain that you hate. Yeah. Oh. Randy, the 12 year old Aeropostale wearing knife wielding skateboard kid. <laughs> oh, and what will you do? Just as he finished the sentence, Jeff popped the kid in the nose. As Randy reached for his face, Jeff grabbed the kid's wrist and broke it. Randy screamed and (laughs) yeah, holy shit. And Jeff grabbed a knife from his hand. Troy and Keith rushed Jeff, but Jeff was too quick. 
He threw Randy to the ground, that Aeropostle motherfucker. <laughs> Keith lashed out at him, but Jeff ducked and stabbed him in the arm. <laughs> Keith dropped his knife and fell into the ground screaming. Troy rushed him too, but Jeff didn't even need the knife. He just punched Troy right in his stomach and Troy went down. As he fell, he puked all over. Lou could do nothing but look in amazement at Jeff. Jeff, how'd you... Was all he said. They saw the bus coming and knew they'd be blamed for the whole thing, so they started running as fast as they could. As they ran, they looked back and saw the bus driver rushing over to Randy and the others. Wait, was he, so he's like amazed that Jeff could take out those kids. Yeah, a twelve-year-old in the apostle shirt and his fat friend and his doesn't seem friend. to be worried about the fact he just stabbed someone. Stabbed someone, broke their arm. Yeah. Yeah. That's normal. He's like, that's really cool that you beat him that's up. That's so rad. What about that he stabbed someone? Jesus. But anyways, as they ran, they looked back and saw the bus driver rushing over to Randy and the others. As Jeff and Lou made it to school, they didn't dare tell what happened. All they did was sit and listen. Lou just fought off, just thought of that his brother beating up a few kids. But Jeff knew it was more. It was something scary. As he got that feeling, he felt how powerful it was, the urge to just hurt someone. So edgy. He didn't like how it sounded, but he couldn't help feeling happy. He felt the strange feeling go away and stay away for the entire day of school. Even as he walked home due to the whole th thing near the bus stop, and now he probably wouldn't be taking the bus anymore, he felt happy. When he got home, his parents asked him how the day was, and he said in a somewhat ominous voice, it was a wonderful day. Next morning, he heard a knock at his front door. He walked down to find two police officers at the door, his mother looking back at him with an angry look. Jeff, these officers tell me you attacked three kids. That it wasn't regular fighting, and they were stabbed. Stabbed, son! Jeff's gaze fell to the floor, showing his mother that it was true. Mom, they were the ones who pulled the knives on me and Lou. And he was wearing an air apostle shirt. Can you blame me? His name was Randy. Yeah, like, <laughs> son, said one of the cops. We found three kids, two stabbed, one having a bruise on the stomach, and we have witnesses proving that you fled the scene. Now, what does that tell us? Jeff knew it was no use. He could say him and Lou had been attacked, but there had been no proof it was not them who attacked first. They couldn't say they weren't fleeing because Droopy told they were, so Jeff couldn't defend himself or Lou. Son, call down your brother. Jeff couldn't do it since he was the one who beat up all the kids. Sir, it was me. I was the one who beat up the kids. Lou tried to hold me back, but he couldn't stop me. The cop looked at the partner and they both nod. Well, kid, looks like a year in juvie. So bad. Yeah. Wait, says Lou. They all looked up to see him holding a knife. Officers pulled their guns and locked them on you. They pulled their guns on the kid. It was me. I beat up those little punks. Had the marks to prove it. He lifted up his sleeves and revealed cuts and bruises as he was in the struggle. Also, no cop would be like, tell you what your sentence is going to be. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is so bad. Son, just put the knife down, said the officer. 
Lou held up the knife and dropped it to the ground. He put his hands up and walked over to the cops. No, Lou, it was me. I did it. Jeff had tears running down his face. Huh, poor bro. Trying to take the blame for what I did. Well, take me anyway. The police led Lou out the patrol car. Because that's how arrests work. You just tell police, oh, I did it. And they arrest you. And they don't arrest the other guy. Yeah, I, I mean, I understand, like, he volunteering himself for... But they would still arrest guilty, Jeff, but too. They, they would probably take both of them in. Yeah. Because they'd be like, yeah, we'll get to the bottom of this. Yeah. But <laughs> through, no, not in through this the, Through the appropriate legal system. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lou, tell them it was me. Tell them I was the one who beat up those kids. Jeff's mother put her hands on his shoulders. Jeff, please, you don't have to lie. We know it's Lou. You can stop. Jeff watched helplessly as the cop car speeds off of Lou inside. A few minutes after Jeff's dad fist bump dad pulled into the driveway seeing jeff's face and knowing something was wrong son son what is it jeff couldn't answer his vocal cords restrained from crying like a nerd <laughs> instead jeff's mother walked his father inside to break the bad news to him as jeff wept in the driveway after an hour or so jeff walked back into the house seeing that his parents were both shocked sad and disappointed he couldn't look at them. He couldn't see how they thought of Lou when it was his fault. He just went to sleep trying to get to the whole thing off his mind. Two days went by with no word from Lou at JDC. No friends to hang out with. That's the whole sentence. Just want to say Nothing but sadness and guilt. That's the whole sentence. That is until Saturday when Jeff is woken by his mother with a happy, sunshiny face. Jeff, it's the day, she said as she opened up the curtains and let the light flood into his room. What? What's today? Asked Jeff as he stirs awake. Why, it's Billy's party. He's now fully awake. Mom, you're joking, right? You don't expect me to go into some kid's party after... There was a long pause. That's his voice now, by the <laughs> Jeff, we both know what happened. I think this party could be the thing that brightens up the past days. Yeah, your brother just went to juvie for assaulting a bunch of kids and stabbing them, but you're going to this damn birthday party. Anyways, <laughs> now get dressed. Jeff's mother walked out of the room and downstairs to get ready herself. He fought himself to get up. He picked out a random shirt and a pair of jeans and walked downstairs. He saw his mother and father all dressed up, his mother in a dress and his father in a suit. He thought, why they would ever wear such fancy clothes to a kid's party? That is a good question. Yeah, it's true. Son, is that all you're going to wear? Said Jeff's, Jeff's mom. Better than wearing too much, he said. His mother pushed down the feeling to yell at him and hit it with a smile. Now, Jeff, we may be overdressed, but this is how you go if you want to make an impression, said his father. Jeff grunt grunted and went back up to his room. I don't have any fancy clothes, he yelled downstairs. Just pick out something, called out his mother. He looked around the closet for what he could call fancy. He found a pair of black dress pants he had for special occasions and an undershirt. He couldn't find a shirt to go with it, though. He looked around and found only striped and patterned shirts, none of which go with dress pants. Finally, he found a white hoodie and put it on. Because he wears a white hoodie. That's what he wears. 
You're wearing that, they both said. His mother looked at her watch. Oh, no time to change. Let's just go. She said as she herded Jeff and his father out the door. They crossed the street over to Barbara and Billy's house. They knocked on the door and it appeared that Barbara, just like his parents, were way overdressed. They all walked inside. Jeff could see adults, no kids. The kids are out in the yard, Jeff. How about you go and meet some of them, said Barbara. Jeff walked outside to a yard full of kids. They were running around in weird cowboy costumes. And he, stabs, and, and he stabs one of them? Not yet. Okay. And <laughs> shooting each other with plastic guns. He might as well be standing in Toys R Us. Suddenly, a kid came up to him and handing him a toy gun and hat. Hey, want to play? He said. Oh, no, kid. I'm way too old for this stuff. The kid looked at him with what that weird puppy dog face. Please, said the kid. Fine, said Jeff. He put on the hat and started to pretend to shoot at the kids. At first he thought it was totally ridiculous, but then he started to actually have fun. It might not have been super cool, but it was the first time he had done something that he took his mind off of Lou. So he played with the kids for a while until he heard a noise, a re- weird rolling noise. <laughs> then it hit him. Randy, Troy, and Keith all <laughs> jumped through the fence on their skateboards. <laughs> Whoa, what an entrance. <laughs> what an entrance. <laughs> they jump through the fence on their skateboards. Yeah. Wow, I'm starting to like this Randy. This is golden. Jeff dropped the fake gun and ripped off the hat. Randy looked at Jeff with a burning hatred. Hello, Jeff, is it? He said. We have some unfinished business. Jeff saw his bruise nose. I think we're even. I beat the crap out of you and you get my brother sent to JDC. Randy got an angry look in his eyes. Oh no, I don't go for even. I go for winning. You may have kicked our asses out one day, but not today. This kid's 12, by the way. He stabbed you, Randy. Yeah, he did stab you. <laughs> he didn't just kick don't, your ass. He almost murdered you. You're picking a fight that's not worth it. As he said that Randy rushed at Jeff, they both fell to the ground. Randy punched Jeff in the nose, and Jeff grabbed him by the ears and headbutted him. Jeff pushed Randy off of him, and both rose to their feet. Kids were screaming, and, ki- and parents were running out of the house. Parents are running out of the house when a bunch of little kids are fighting each other. Twelve-year-olds. Well, yeah, they're running out to stop it. Skateboarders. Yeah. And air apostle shirts. <laughs> well, they're, they're running out to stop it. If their parents are running out of the house... They were running out of the house. Yeah, to stop the fight. To get away from the fight. Well, the fight was not inside the house. True. Troy and Keith both (laughs) pulled guns out of their pockets. Holy shit. (laughs) That escalated very quickly. They're 12. Yeah. (laughs) No one interrupts. Our guts were fly, they said. Randy pulled a knife on Jeff and stabbed it into his shoulder. Jeff screamed and fell into his knees. Randy started kicking him in the face. After three kicks, Jeff grabs his foot and twists it, <laughs> causing Randy to fall to the ground. Jeff stood up and walked towards the back door. Troy grabbed him. Need some help? He picks Jeff up by the back of the collar and throws him through the patio door. As Jeff tries to stand up, he is kicked down to the ground. Randy repeatedly starts kicking Jeff until he starts to cough up blood. Come on, Jeff, fight me. He's 12, by the way. You know, you know, okay. This 
or just to make it more reasonable this should have happened like in a fucking alleyway or something not at a birthday party a kids birthday party they bring guns out yeah it's a <laughs> kids birthday party with a bunch of kids a bunch of parents around and these three 12 year olds come in with guns and knives and just start <laughs> beating the shit out of them yeah Come on, Jeff, fight me. He picks Jeff up and throws him into the kitchen. Randy sees a bottle of vodka on the counter, smashes the glass over Jeff's head. Fight! He throws Jeff back into the living room. Come on, Jeff, look at me. Jeff glances up, his face riddled with blood. I was the one who got your brother sent to the JDC. Now you're going to just sit here and let him rot in there for a whole year. You should be ashamed. Jeff starts to get up. Oh, finally, you stand and fight. Jeff is now to his feet, blood and vodka on his face. Once again, he gets that strange feeling, the one in which he hasn't felt for a while. Finally, he's up, says Randy as he runs at Jeff. That's when it happens. Something inside Jeff snaps. His psyche is destroyed. All rational thinking is gone. All he can do is kill. He grabs Randy and pile drives him to the ground. Racho, macho Randy, savage style. I added that. Um, he gets on top of him and punches him straight in the heart. The punch causes Randy's heart to start. Stop. As Randy gasps for breath, Jeff hammers down on him. Punch after punch, blood gushes from Randy's body until he takes one final breath and dies. Everyone is looking at Jeff now. The parents, the crying kids, even Troy and Keith. And the parents haven't done anything. I want to point this. out that no juvie call, or no fucking 12-year-old calls it the JDC. These do. Although, easily break from the gaze and the point their gums at, guns at Jeff. Jeff sees the guns trained at him and runs for the stairs. He runs. Troy and Keith let fire on him, each shot missing. Jeff runs up the stairs. He hears Troy and Keith follow up behind, and they lit up their final rounds of bullets. Jeff ducks into the bathroom. He grabs the towel rack and rips it off the wall. Troy and Keith race in, knives ready. These are 12-year-olds, by the way. <sighs> Troy swings his <laughs> knife at Jeff, who backs away and bangs the towel rack into Troy's face. Troy goes down hard, and now all that left, that's left is Keith. He is more agile than Troy, though, and ducks when Jeff swings at the towel rack. He dropped the knife and grabbed Jeff by the neck. He pushed him into the wall. A thing of bleach <laughs> fell down on top of him from the top shelf. A thing of bleach. That's the literal sense. A thing of bleach. Yeah. I, don't you hate it when a thing of bleach falls on you? I hate it when I keep... When there's... I just... You know, bleach is just kept in a thing instead of like, yeah. you know, a gallon jug. Yeah, that's all <laughs> they had to do. <laughs> it burnt both of them, and they both started to scream. Jeff wiped his eyes as best as he could. He pulled back the towel rack and swung it straight into Keith's head. As he lay there bleeding to death, he let out an ominous smile. What's so funny? asked Jeff. Keith pulled out a lighter and switched it on. What's funny? he said is that you're covered in bleach and alcohol. Jeff's eyes widen as Keith threw the wider, lighter at him. 
As soon as the flame made contact with him, the flames ignited in the alcohol and vodka. While the alcohol burned him, the bleach bleached his skin. No shit. <laughs> Jeff let out a terrible screech as he caught fire. He tried to roll out the fire, but it was no use. The alcohol had made him a walking inferno. He ran down the hall and fell down the stairs. Everybody started screaming as they saw Jeff, now a man on fire, dropped to the ground, nearly dead. The last thing Jeff saw was his mother and other parents trying to extinguish the flame. That's when he passed out. When Jeff woke, he had a cast wrapped around his face. He couldn't see anything, but he felt a cast on his shoulder and stitches all over his body. He tried to stand up, but he realized that there was some tube in his arm. Yeah, an ivy. And when he tried to get up, it fell out and a nurse rushed in. I don't think you can get out of bed just yet, she said as she put him back in his bed and reinserted the tube. Jeff sat there with no vision, no idea of what his surroundings were. Finally, after hours, he heard his mother. Honey, are you okay? She asked. Jeff couldn't answer though. His face was covered and he was unable to speak. Oh, honey, I have great news. After all the witnesses told the police that Randy confessed of trying to attack you, they decided to let Lou go. Because that's how the justice system works. Randy confessed? I thought Randy died. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> this made Jeff almost bolt up, stopping halfway, remembering the tube coming out of his arm. He'll be out by tomorrow, and then you two will be able to be together again. Jeff's mother hugs Jeff. <laughs> God and says her goodbyes. The next couple weeks were those where Jeff were visited by his family. Then came the day where his bandages were to be removed. His family members were all there to see it, what he would look like. As the doctors unwrapped the bandages from Jeff's face, everyone was on the edge of their seats. They waited until the last bandage holding the cover over his face was almost removed. Let's hope for the best, said the doctor. If my doctor said, let's hope for the best, Get a new doctor. Yeah, get a fucking new doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Your doctor should never say that. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> he quickly pulls the cloth, letting the rest fall from Jeff's it's face. It's like just as bad as if you went to a doctor and they're like, you'll probably be fine. Yeah, you might be okay. You'll probably... Be, you'll be... I think you'll be good. Probably, Don't worry about it. It's probably nothing to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> what? What happened to my face, Jeff said. He rushed out of bed and ran to the bathroom. He looked into the mirror and saw the cause of the distress. His face. It's horrible. His lips were burnt to a deep shade of red. His face was turned into a pure white color, and his hair singed down from black brown to black. He slowly put his hand to his face. It had sort of a leathery, leathery feel to it now. He looked back at his family and back at the mirror. Jeff, said Lou, it's not that bad. Not that bad, said Jeff. It's perfect. His family was equally surprised. Jeff started laughing uncontrollably. His parents noticed that his left eye and hand were twitching. Uh, Jeff, are you okay? Okay, it's to totally a joker. Okay, I've never felt more happy. Ha 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 ha. Look at me. This face goes perfectly with me. He couldn't stop laughing. He stroked his face, feeling it. Looking at the mirror. What caused this? Well, you may recall that Jeff was fighting Randy something in his mind. His sanity snapped. Now he was left as a crazy killing machine that is, his parents didn't know. Yeah, his parents are stupid. Um, 
Doctor, said Jeff's mom, is my son all right, you know, in the head? (laughs) Oh, yes. This behavior is typical for patients that have been taking a very large amount of painkillers. If his behavior doesn't change in a few weeks, bring him back here and we'll give him a psychological test. This is a really shitey doctor. Yeah, I don't like this doctor. Uh, (laughs) Also... I know, like, the bleach thing. That's why it turned white. That's how they're explaining how his face went white. Um, But he had alcohol on his face, which got lit on fire. The bleach wouldn't matter. No, his face would have just burned off. It'd be burnt off like Two-Face. Yeah. Yeah. Except his whole face. Yeah. He would just be scary face. He would just be, like, horribly scarred, but burns, not bleach. Yeah, it, it wouldn't have turned a leathery white. It's not how no. fire works. It doesn't <laughs> matter if there's bleach involved. No. <laughs> Anyways, Jeff looks away from the mirror. His face still forms into a crazy smile. Okay, mommy. Ha 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 ha. His mother took him by the shoulder and took him to get his clothes. This is what came in, said the lady at the desk. Jeff's mom looked down to see the black dress pants and a white hoodie his, her son wore. Now they were clean of blood and now stitched together. Jeff's mother led him to his room and made him put his clothes on. Then they left, not knowing that this was their final day of life. How are those clothes not thrown away? Yeah, they would have thrown that shit away. Yeah. They wouldn't have fucking cleaned it and sewn it together. No, they would have thrown that shit away. That's not how hospitals work. Yeah. You throw that shit away. None of this is how hospitals work. (laughs) No, you got to bring clothes for the patient. They're just in the hospital gown. Yeah. They don't stitch together. But they got to explain why he's wearing the outfit in the picture, Cole. <laughs> Anyways. They could have Jeff. explained it by saying, Oh, he found an outfit. He found an outfit. <laughs> Black pants and a white hoodie is not like a weird outfit. You have to explain why someone's wearing it. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> Jeff, what are you doing? Asked his mother. Jeff looked over his mother. I couldn't keep smiling, Mommy. It hurt after a while. Now I can smile forever. Jeff's mother noticed his eyes ring in black. Jeff, your eyes! His eyes were seemingly never closing. I couldn't see my face. I got tired and my eyes started to close. I burn out the eyelids so I could forever see myself, my new face. That's not how that works. Not how that works you can't just burn out your eyelids. Go blind. You just go blind. Yeah. Blind. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I guess you could cut them off. But you could definitely not just burn it. Yeah, but then eventually you'd go blind because you can't moisturize your eyes. Yeah, you would go blind because your eyes would dry out and you would... Yeah, it would fucking suck. (laughs) Anyways, Jeff's mother slowly turned, started to back away, seeing that her son was going insane. What's wrong, Mommy? Aren't I beautiful? Yes, son, she said. Yes, you are. Let me go go get Daddy. So he can see your face. She ran into the room and shook... Jeff's dad. Dad? Fist bump. Fist bump. Drink. From asleep. Honey, get the gun. (laughs) (laughs) They immediately think about shooting their son and not taking him to get psychiatric help. She stopped. She saw Jeff in the doorway holding a knife. Mommy, you lied. That's the last thing they hear as Jeff rushes them with the knife, gutting both of them. His brother Lou woke up, startled by some noise. 
He didn't hear anything else, so he just shut his eyes and tried to go back to sleep. As he was on the border of slumber, he got the strangest feeling that someone was watching him. He looked up before Jeff's hand covered his mouth. He slowly raised the knife, ready to plunge it into Lou. Lou thrashed here. That's what it says. It literally says, Lou thrashed here. (laughs) Yeah. And there, trying to escape Jeff's grip. Shh. Jeff said, just go to sleep. And there it is. How can he pronounce sleep when he doesn't have lips? Yeah, you want to be able to say anything. You're like, gotta shape. Go to sleep. <laughs> Shh, gotta shape. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, I'm not going to read or anything because this episode's already super duper long. Yeah. There's a Jeff the Killer reboot. And I want to see what that's about later on. If it's like a better version or more of a parody. I don't know. But anyways. That was really bad. There you go. Yeah. yeah. It was really bad. That's an infamous creepypasta. One of the big ones. But also one of the really bad ones. Yeah. So there there you go. Creepypastas. This, this um, was pretty fun. Uh, that was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun reading these dumb, spooky these, stories. These Creepy pastas, these, these uh, macabre macaronis, these, these lunatic linguinis, yeah. these, <laughs> these frightening spooky for, spaghetti, these frightening fragulas. Uh, <laughs> this has been this has been good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was, <laughs> um, ton of fun. That was a cl- I would say that's a classic. I think that yeah. Uh, follow our Instagram. Join our Facebook page. Facebook group. Uh, it's all in our link tree. It's all in the link tree. It's so leave, easy. Leave if you like what you hear. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. There you go. Uh, yeah, this has been fun. It's a long <laughs> episode, so we should end it and roll that outro. All right. This is not a test. I repeat, this is not a test. The Odd Drunk Podcast recommends that you follow their Instagram and join their Facebook group for more fun content. To view all of our current available streaming and social media platforms, visit our link tree in the description below. If you enjoy the show, it would be appreciated if you leave us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. Okay, Colton, you can roll the outro now.